What up, everybody? You rocking with the Good Life Podcast, the kickback. It's your boy, Good Life Russ, in the building. Um, I got my mans with me. King Age, you already know, new religion in this motherfucker. All right, uh, shit. It's our fucking one-year anniversary. It was like Damn, maybe a month. Yeah, maybe like a month or two ago. I ain't recording in like three weeks. Congratulations. Appreciate you it. You like the whole year here, though. Yeah, yeah. So now, you know, we about to get back to it, the weekly shit. We gotta talk about this Jordan shit, man. <laughs> we gotta talk about this Jordan shit. They, hey, let's talk about how they they strategically dropped this movie, man. All the real niggas who we would be arguing with ain't they ain't online no more. Nah, nah, nah. Them niggas know, hiding from Corona and yeah, shit. Yeah, you know all them niggas at home. They had to because uh, we they got an answer for some shit. Yeah, yeah. They, they knew this shit was going on back listen, then. Wasn't nobody listen, saying nothing. The, when the nigga said before he came out, he was worried that people was going to start looking at him different. <laughs> That's how you do it with serious business. Like, oh, there's some whole ass shit going on over here from Michael. And he, he kept it a secret for all these years. Mike yeah. ain't, but he ain't, I don't know. Sometimes he don't make the best decisions, man. Like, no. That's a documentary I would have seen. I'd be like, yeah, drop that when I'm dead. Like, I don't, well, I don't need to be around well, for you this. Know, you know, I mean, from from what they say, you know, that it was he, for, you know, as territorial as he is, you know, they were saying people at his camp was feeling like his, quote unquote, goatness was being tested with, you know, Kobe passing and, then you know Brown's still coming up, so mm. now he gonna put this out there. But I just did like how it was presented as a Bulls documentary. Yeah. But it's about it's about Michael and everything yeah. is from his perspective. So like shit, half his teammates, none of the motherfuckers even had interviews for yeah. real. Like it gave and, me the uh, Bobby Brown biopic vibes. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Like New Edition had theirs, and then Bobby Brown had his, and that shit was completely different story. <laughs> Exactly. Told completely differently. That's why they ain't asked the team. They would have no, been shitting nah, on his no, ass. Because cause even like Steve Kerr has said, it was, you know, when he did get interviewed for it, it would be certain things that like whenever he'd get to talking about, you know, Michael, motherfuckers would cut his ass off. Like, all right, well, we're going to stop this right here. Yeah. How dare you? Yeah, How fucking yeah, yeah, dare yeah. you? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Go to hell, Steve Kerr. Like, nigga, you, 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 Steve you said, but... I, <laughs> Tom, what? I- and, and you know, and, and the fact that this documentary was done twenty years ago, and they waited, that everybody gave them the okay except for Jordan. But I also feel like everybody gave the okay, not knowing that this nigga was gonna do what he was gonna do. They, they just like, oh yeah, it's about us our last year. Yeah, fuck it, fuck it let's do it. You know what I'm saying? Hall of Fame acceptance speech two point <laughs> Jordan is a devious nigga. <laughs> Well, he ain't hooping. He fucking concocted, nigga. All his old teammates right (laughs) now. He ain't villain. All his old teammates right now, when they see that nigga, they gonna whoop his ass, man. Every last one of them, when they see that motherfucker. It's it's beef. It's old sight. And he know it, too. You know know who was hurt the most, too? Scotty. Niggas was blowing Scotty's photo. You see the tape, Scott Scotty? Like, fuck. Stop watching that shit. This nigga, Jordan. This nigga, Jordan. Turn it off. This nigga, Jordan, was like. Kill this nigga. Scotty, you know, talk about how selfish he was about, you know, he only thinking about himself and thinking about his money instead of thinking about the team. You know, I never really liked that about him. But, you know, he's the greatest teammate I ever had. Hold the fuck up, nigga. Hold the fuck up. You ain't about to run me over with the bus and then try to back it up and be like, let me help you up, man. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah, but you know that's been that's been no 
for a decade that them niggas ain't as cool as, as yeah. people thought. This is Shaggy Kobe. I mean, yeah. because you want them to be cool, mm-hmm. but re- in reality, nah, it's egos, it's it's a lot of shit involved. Nah. And the media already gonna pitch y'all against each other. When you got a superstar, they're gonna make it seem like it's just them out there. And that shit gonna piss me off, especially a nigga like Scotty. But the nigga Skip Bayless says Scotty never had superstar potential. I'm like, did he completely miss Jordan? That? Only I'm, I'm led like, him in points. But my, <laughs> right, because I'm like, he was leading every other category. Cause, cause my thing was, did did every did Skip and everybody else completely miss the season where he came runner up and MVP? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, Eddie lost to Akeem Olajuwon. Like, he ain't lose to just any old person. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He lost, lost to Akeem. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, nigga, fucking first season without your ass. He coming out here killing with the same squad just without you. And nigga, what? Like, 50 plus wins, bro. Come on, man. <coughs> That's that fucked up narrative, man. That's why I stopped arguing with sports with niggas because they... Niggas don't know the game. Niggas argue they favorites. They don't argue yeah. who the best. yeah. That's a whole different debate. I can't debate your favorites. Like nah. I don't, I don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> you gotta you gotta I want to know who the best. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> be opinionated, but you gotta have statistics. Yeah, yeah. you gotta, you gotta also, just support what you're saying. Yeah, you dominance, you got error, all that shit matters, man. The team you want, like sometimes good players get on bad teams. They never get a championship. That'll be they better than a nigga that did on a yeah. on a great team. Exactly. Then you gotta look at the other players that these niggas is deeming great. Right. When y'all fucking gassing Jerry West ass, I mean the Jordan shit becomes questionable. Like why would I think you're right about this and you I mean every other nigga y'all got in the Hall of Fame, modern day niggas would kill them. Not even because the game has changed so much. Because the game of basketball, they're better. Like they're just fucking better now. uh, The the golden what they call the golden era of basketball was really just like fifteen. You know, ten maybe fifteen real live stars, and the it, the league was full of role players. After that, so it's like you it know, wasn't it even wasn't, all the loop either. Yeah, bro. you know what I'm saying. Like a lot I'm of like, it was the press. Them niggas was doing the shit they bro. do now. Some loving hip hop shit. Think, think, think about what <laughs> that's Gilbert all that Arenas, shit was. Think about what Gilbert Arenas was saying. He was like, nigga, when Grant Hill came to the game, like every every guard was just going left to right, and mm-hmm. running the offense. He's like, nigga, Grant Hill come down this motherfucker, and he doing all this, boom, boom, boom. He's like, whoa, whoa yeah. ref. Like he comes down, he, you know, uh, they come uh, fight. Is that legal? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, where he learned that? He can't do that. That's illegal. He said, this motherfucker got a nigga stopping in the middle of the court, like, hey, wait. There was right. fucking ten white guys in a room somewhere, like they're getting good. Right. They're and, fucking and, getting and, good. And, 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 <laughs> we gotta make sure we keep hockey. But listen, they're they're, they're taking over the league. Was the <laughs> but that is what Jordan is. <laughs> He was that for basketball. Jordan was the first black kid at an all-white school. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, the per- that's the perfect way to put that shit. That is the perfect so, way to put so that shit. So during the class, he is weird as fuck with gym class. <laughs> he, brought he made his, friends, nigga, and enemies. Because he, he was killing niggas. Like, man. Was, he was averaging 30 in gym. It was dominating five bigs when Jordan was playing, I, man. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. It was all big before Jordan. Man, he Jordan was somewhere saying, he said fucking Reggie Miller was his toughest defender. I said, there's no way. There's no way y'all calling this man the greatest. And he lied. I would cook Reggie Miller. And he, and he lied. Reggie would cook me, but I cook Reggie on the other end. And, 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 
lying. He lying because every couple of years he changed that person. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like he changed it all the time. The nigga said it was Vernon Maxwell for like a long sell, time sell ago. Sell some shoes. He yeah, sells low. It's gonna be controversial. <laughs> Scotty Pippen was my greatest defender. They were like, oh shit, what? Wait, what? I swear to God. I no heard, more questions. I heard Scotty Pippen on TV say LeBron was better than George. And then I ain't never see that footage ever again. Scotty Pippen know what he walked into, man. Let's let's not act like the number two guy is, is a glorious fucking position. It sucks. Because, yeah, because when, when he got there, when he got there, like that you shit, being number two sucks. Yeah, when he got there, that was his fucking job. Niggas act like, like I'm gonna be a great number two. No, that sucks. Now you done lost your wife to oh, future. Man. I don't know what's happening. This time, <laughs> Number two, nigga. Now you come in second everywhere. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what was happening. Like that's that nigga Jordan. Was, that nigga Jordan was getting paid so tough. much that they couldn't even pay Scotty. Scotty is taking so much abuse. They Scotty was getting peed. Oh, they they could have paid Scotty. They just did. <laughs> Steve, Steve Kerr would make they didn't have Scottie, to, bro. Yeah, because they they knew that they they didn't they did. have to pay Scotty. No, the deal no, that they gave him was shit. Scotty would go nowhere else and win. He yeah, showed us and that. The that they, <laughs> and the deal that they gave him was shit. And I think part of Jordan retiring those two years was him and Scotty arguing, nigga, over NBA Live or some shit. <laughs> Scotty said, "We don't need you." He said, "All right, all right." You right. You're probably right. You right. Yeah. You right, Otis. You right. You may be right, but you know what? I'm going to go Fuck do one you. of my hobbies, nigga. Right. I'm going to go play baseball. See you in two years, motherfucker. Man, me and this nigga was talking about that nigga playing baseball earlier. This motherfucker talking about. golf. Yeah, this. But, but, but special, motherfuckers man. was talking about, like, Mike could have played. In the majors, and I'm like, where he sucked ass in baseball? Who Mike you think you lying ass. to? Niggas were taking it Who easy you on this nigga because it was Mike. They were taking no, it. hell no, they Look wasn't. The That's stats. why they was lucky. He wasn't naturally good at basketball. He just outworked everybody. Yeah, he's not a natural athlete. He just put crazy time in the gym before niggas was going that hard in the gym. He just outworked his error. Yeah. That's it. But if he would have came up like in the '90s, nah, it would have been a whole different career for him. I think he still I mean, would have got a championship, but I mean, he wouldn't have had even, six. Even my, even my dad, he would have been battling Vince even, and T Mac and Kobe, even, like even and my, Iverson on a nightly basis. Right. Hell even, no. Even my dad said, <laughs> would have been way hell no. Right. Even, <laughs> even my pop said if he would have came in earlier, like with uh, when Magic and Bird came around, he was like, "Well, nobody gonna be paying attention to no Mike." Mm-hmm. He, he was like, "He was like you talk." He was like, "He beat Magic when he got old." Mm-hmm. He was like, let's not forget when and they played against sick. when they played against them early, and he got Real his sick. rookie year right. <laughs> and, and they they rookie year they played I mean, against Bird, and you know he scored sixty something, but ain't nobody talk about how they whooped their ass yeah. still. And his teammates worked at Lowe's too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, come on, you know me. And so you, many me and you laugh about me and you laugh about that all the time. We like this bro was in the expansion era. Six teams got at it. They was literally picking <laughs> niggas up off the street <laughs> to play on the team. We all know that nigga played against. We a be bunch watching of his highlights, bro. Niggas bro. ain't even reaching contestant. He's just like floating through the light. All his posters is niggas just standing looking at him. Right. He just like. <laughs> We seen, we seen T-Mac and Jordan play today. That's the most defense I've ever seen played on Jordan was when he was playing against T-Mac and them niggas. And T-Mac was young. He wasn't seeing no defense. Them young niggas used to piss Jordan off. The only way he talking shit about them niggas. The only way he, because what's crazy is Jordan went off for 28 in the first half of that game, right? But the only reason why he got it, because for one, he only scored when T-Mac wasn't on him. 
and they was putting them elevator doors up like they do for him to get that mid-range shot. They just kept doing that the same way. And then what happened is Orlando was pretty much like, okay, well, he, well, he going to score a 1,000 then because what's going to happen is we about to start whooping the shit out of y'all. And that's what ended up happening. Like, by the, by the third quarter, Jordan was Jordan didn't even score in the third quarter, and T-Mac started warming the fuck up by then. The nigga was as still as you, the, the Hennessy bottle right there. Was still <laughs> yeah. there. Bro, so he was as still as the Hennessy bottle That nigga bottle Jordan was defense. a statue on defense. It, T-Mac was looking it, right at him from this point. Like, he didn't for real? Right. 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 anybody. Okay. He come around off the screen. You just going to stand there? I'm just going to shoot this. Yeah, hell yeah. And what's crazy Kobe is, used to cook his And what's crazy is what, what, <laughs> me, what me and him didn't even know when we started looking even more into that damn Wizards roster, they had some old-ass niggas out there, dog. Like, it's Jordan, it's Jordan and Brian Russell on the floor at the same time. Like, it's Jordan and Brian Russell on the floor at the same time. <laughs> Is these two old ass niggas gonna guard? Like, these niggas taking turns trying to guard T Mac. Brian Russell couldn't guard niggas when he was young. Bro, bro, T Mac gonna, gonna guard old. Every highlight I've seen of Brian Russell is him getting cooked. Yeah, he a good defender. Like what? Every highlight. You Google his name, it's him getting cooked. I'll give you gloves. <laughs> That's a bad career. That's a bad career, bro. Jordan out there using them niggas same way. If I was a musician, bro, I'm a fucking musician and you Google me, all my videos of me getting booed off stage. (laughs) I'm not a good musician, dog. Niggas talking about your defender. (laughs) He had the most fucked up Nikes, the one that nobody wanted. Nike wouldn't even fucking with him. And on top of that, here, take these, nigga. Here, here, fuck. Nobody ever say Brian Russell was a good defender when the only highlight that people even know of him is Jordan hitting the game winner. He did that shit twice on him, too. We seen right. both of them. So, he hit the game winner on this nigga twice. <laughs> just one was championship implications. The other one was just a Thursday night. Just another day to park. Mid-range. Ryan Russell ain't even want to eat dinner that night. His wife's like, honey. He's like, no, I don't want to talk about it. Who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> I thought he was playing baseball now. They, they told me he was gone. <laughs> That, that, doc, that documentary didn't the same do. fucking it shot. Didn't, it didn't do nothing. <laughs> the Jazz lost two years in a row, bro. Two that, that, years. That documentary didn't do nothing for me, bro. For the same goddamn kind of shot. And Jordan went in their locker room. <laughs> Got you again. <laughs> See y'all next year? I heard that. Same time next year? Like, that's the cop. <laughs> Now I'm not going front. That the is same that way. is the one thing about Mike I did. I mean like, that shit would make you a goat. I yeah, that, that is the shit about Mike. But niggas I like where it's like niggas. We step out here on this, after him. Bro. Yeah, yeah. When well, we step out here on niggas this, like, floor, like history I'm, stopped I'm, when he retired. You know, niggas yeah. is still hooping. Yeah, the, the the thing that I I do that I have always love because see anybody getting fucked up when motherfuckers be trying to have a debate with me. And, you know, they think that I hate MJ. I'm like, no, I don't hate MJ. He just wasn't my favorite player growing up. But I'm not going to act like he wasn't out there killing. Right. You know what I'm saying? We're not going to act like. I'm not. I don't. I mean, shit. He played plumbers and janitors. Hey, them niggas had their two belts on and they got their ass work. That's just what happened. He you know wore the game. They was happy just to right. be out there. Yeah, but but at the same time, you know what I'm saying? Win. I don't. I don't. <laughs> 
They was doing a paycheck. Yeah, thing. you know what I'm saying? So, so you know, so you know, hell yeah, I, I, I respect because we got, the, we the type of players we were. We the same shit. We step on the floor. We look you dead in your eyes. You dead. Okay. I'm about to tear your ass up. I can't respect Pete, you. But, but, I, but, I, but, I, I respect bro's bro. game. I don't respect I don't respect his, I don't respect his, yeah, no. Niggas' no, angles no. is his uh-huh. game makes him go. Y'all thinks he's a goat because he was an icon. Just yeah, say that. Cause, cause to me, That's the same shit we got to argue right. with Muhammad Ali. And I right. love Muhammad Ali. Right. But he can't just be the greatest because he also did shit outside yeah. of boxing. We're I, talking about just the fucking yeah. sport. Yeah, like. I ain't no. talking about shit yeah, else. Nah, not yeah, shoe nah, sales. Nah. Not. Yeah, I'm no, not talking about that, none that's of that. That's what they do. They <laughs> And that's that has nothing did. to do with and our argument. They yes, into it. yes, he's an icon, bro. Yes, he created the culture of hoop. <laughs> yeah, he we, created the culture of hoop, bro, around the world. Yeah, that's what's so respect crazy. That. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It like, wasn't even in the country, and he that, put that shit around the world. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> respect that. You know what I'm saying. And, and but hoop, and real, nah. hoop, and real hoopers respect nah. that. But to a certain extent, we're you like, had the most stacked team ever compared to who you was playing against. Your team was stacked. You had all the athletes in the league. Niggas was seventy. Niggas talking about but Patrick games. Ewing. These are slow ass seven footers. Bro, these are shooting guards just dunking around these niggas bro, and like, bro, there's bro, nothing you can had, do. Bro, they had, they look like slam ball they out plucked, there. They plucked Harper from bro, Cleveland. They Pistons got pissed. They started pushing niggas. Right, they plucked Ron Harper. They plucked Ron Harper. Fuck this. It was because they needed a bigger guard. They they changed the dynamic of getting a bigger guard. They went and plucked Ron Harper from Cleveland, where now you got a. Six five point guard, six six athletic guard at that. Cause Ron Harper couldn't shoot to save his fucking life, but he a fucking playing against John Stockton. Yeah, but he right. You I know don't what give I'm a saying? Fuck how many assists and steals he got. What is, what is he gonna Stockton, do with that? Bro. What is he gonna do with that? I will put thirty up on John. Then I'll be talking shit like nigga. That's get what, this nigga right, off me. Right. That's when it comes. He's in the NBA. Calm down. Shit. Fuck him. That's when it comes <laughs> out to the whole shit like that. Nigga, weak. Coming down, doing backstab, backstab, backstab. Give me his spot. I'm glad you said that. You told. I'm glad you said because we all sit here. We know goddamn well that Olympic team. John Stockton was not a better fucking pickup than Isaiah Thomas. Right. He was not a better pickup than Isaiah Thomas at point for that Olympic team. They just didn't fuck with him. It was Jordan Jordan didn't fuck with him. George just wanted to admit he's so petty. He what he know niggas know, but he Scotty, ain't miss. Scotty don't give a fuck. He didn't already tell me because Scotty been on shows where he done been like, hey, you know what? I don't respect what Isaiah Thomas said. I don't even respect what he done ever done. You know what I'm saying? Like niggas yeah, don't fuck Jordan with him. is like his dad. Yeah, yeah. You know Everything Scotty can't say shit wrong about right. <laughs> Hey, I don't know about these shoes. Fuck you. Jordan you put no a, teeth, George, now. Jordan nigga. got a Scotty voodoo puppet, man. He's going to be smacking it around. <laughs> I heard what you said, Scotty. <laughs> That's why I introduced Future to your wife, nigga. Now what? <laughs> Scotty got three rings. Jordan took the three. <laughs> you get these back when you act up, act right in the press, nigga. I just, I don't know, man. I, I, Jordan got cooked. Like, Kobe used to fucking cook this nigga. And niggas be like, oh, it was old Jordan. He was on the Bulls, bro. Listen. Kobe dropped 45 on this nigga. He was just, he wasn't even sweating. Listen, I, Jordan looked like he was out of gas. He's like, I, what say, the I fuck? always say, to me, this to me. This ain't Clyde Drexler, God. To me. Right. Another me? Right. Oh, fuck. To me, I'm about only, to retire again. To me, fuck the this. only championships that he had that, that I even had like some sort of respect for were the ones he got later. Just because the competition was fierce. Like you said, 96, 
the whole fucking NBA that whole now. 96 class that was shit was holding and and they and the whole 96 class looked up and they said oh yeah MJ still around this bitch <laughs> they couldn't wait and you know the fucking and you they know the class was so fucking fire because it's the lower niggas had a great careers and went to great teams and we don't even talk about them niggas one of the best, one of the biggest sleepers <laughs> to me was Steve Nash to the Mavs, bro. Uh-huh. Him and Dirk, nigga, them niggas was sh- fucking straight. <laughs> Michael Finley, bro, them niggas was straight. They was just young, bro. If they was older, that team would have been um, dangerous. Sharif Abdul Rahim was in that uh, draft, man, and he was he turned out to be the the first like he was the combo. Denver, yeah, he he turned out to be the first like combo forward. Yeah. Where they looking at guys where they like, damn, he can play three and four. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He opened the door That's for dangerous. guys like Boogie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Back then, yeah. in 96. Like Lamar Odom. Yeah, and yeah. 90, yeah, he opened the door for those guys because he come man. in in 96 and he like, oh, I'll pull your big man all the way to the three and cook him and take him to the basket. Oh, I'm playing power forward tonight. We're going to leave me open at the three. He's going to drop them bitches. <laughs> so, like, he was a, that, that 96 class was crazy. And that's man. what I'm Ray saying. Ray Allen. Uncle Ray Ray came through with that bitch. Once and, you see niggas do hey, shit. Early Ray Allen niggas was, was so try, scary, he bro. He could have been one of the best. Milwaukee Ray Allen was dunking he on the shit. He could have been one of the best. Because he was athletic as fuck. He came right in straight out of UConn like, oh, His yeah. problem, though, he was his all-offense. Mm-hmm. And he didn't have that take-it-to-the-next-level game. Like, that's what separated them niggas, bro. The Kobe's and George Browns, like, they can just take their shit to the next level. And niggas like Ray have put points up, but he can't take over the game. You know what I mean? He just gonna kill you when he get hot. And you know, but it, y'all could be in a close game and he hitting nine out of ten threes. That's the only thing about him. In Boston, I, I watched highlights. They was in so many close games, bro. They just had the better fucking players, man. That shit matters sometimes. Hey, you know, AI had a uh, AI had Ray Allen up high on it. He had a hit list when he got to the league, and he had Ray Allen up high because Ray Allen hit that big shot on him in college. In the uh, in, yeah, yeah, in the, in the tournament. So he said. So he said he always felt like he owed him one. He said, I always felt like I owed him one. So anytime they play, if you really go and see when when like AI and Ray Allen used to play, AI used to be on his ass because he thinking about, bitch, you you stole one from me at college. I owe you one. Like, mm-hmm. nigga, I ain't never let that go. You know what I'm saying? Hey, like, bro, college meant something back then. The game was but Magic, But Magic up. was like that with Bird because he, he said he was salty <coughs> that Bird won rookie of the year. He like, and I'm in the finals, and he win rookie of the year. He was like, so now I go out here, and I'm trying to tear everybody's head off because yeah. I won a rookie of the year, too. Like, I felt like shit. Man, his you team know was way better. Bird. Bird was nasty, though. That nigga was nasty. White boy, that nigga was crazy. Man, yeah. that nigga was nasty. And he was ready to fight niggas. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not them. I'm not them, guys. I had to miss the cuffs. But that's because, you know, it's sick of your shit. Damn it, Toby. Ruffians. Larry story. The, the the first motherfuckers to ever let him like really hoop was some black people. You know what I'm saying? He said, he, 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 said, he, said some, Indiana. Well, you know he went to Indiana first. Had a crossover. He went to Indiana first. And he was there for like a month, and he said he just didn't like it. It was just too big. That just wasn't for him, so he left. And uh, he went back to where he was at and was working. And the Indiana State coach was like, "If you give me one year." And if you don't like it, I'll let you leave. Nigga got bad. said, we about to win it all. He said, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. 
<laughs> yeah, he, he said it was a basketball people. court. He said it was a basketball court across the street from where his dad used to work, and he said that's where the black yeah, guys were black, too. and they let and they let him run. He said they was the only ones they used to let him run. He said the black guys over there. He said they was like, come on. And he said, that's where he learned how to play. It was so like that's Bill like, Clinton, guy. Right, come on. Right, right. And you know, niggas. You know. Niggas come always run. need one. Niggas. Right. Like, niggas are, hey, you trying to run? One more, can you pass? Hey, can you? <laughs> come on. Like, so, you know, he, he learned how to play come for Matt. So, come inbound me the ball. So, it made sense. It made sense why he had so much game like that. Yeah, he was nice. He had so he much game, man. Shit, I'm a, man. man, listen. Man, that, he a different type of white boy, man, Larry Bird. He yeah, a different he type of motherfucking white Bro, boy. shit been weird without sports. Man, hell I'm yeah. Trying to just put sports on my mind, nigga. Man, not me, man. I've been on that uh fucking NBA TV watching all or all the hardwood classic games, man. I gotta I gotta have It'd something. It'd be hard man. to watch sometimes. I gotta man. watch something. Listen, man, I we they game so much slower than ours. We, we see man. Yeah. Hey, we, man, this nigga was like watching uh, what was that, the Rockets the Rockets and the Lakers. Like my grandpa do that shit. Yeah, we was watching the old uh, old game of the Rockets Malone, and the Lakers. The nigga, nigga, like, fucking Kev Elijah, got Kev Elijah, the somebody from the Lakers got the fighting out there in the middle of the see, fucking game. Fun, I'm like, oh, I can't shit. see a situation where I do a sky. The rest <laughs> of the forty minutes be trash. Like why? Bored. Why now would I do a sky hook? It be fundamental basketball. That shit ain't well, fun they, to well, watch. You know, they they all have different ones. They all don't be old games. Like you know, I don't watch a lot of AI games. You know what I mean? See, yeah, I can they, watch that shit. Kobe, Kobe, T Mac. You know what I'm saying? I've seen a lot of T Mac games on there, man. Because you know T Mac, man. Who I like to watch? Uh, probably Jay Will. Jay Will is yeah. my favorite. One, yeah. He was my favorite player, then it became Kobe. <laughs> and then that's when I became a Lakers fan. <laughs> this nigga Jay Will. White yeah. chocolate, bro. That was yeah. my nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was boy. nasty. <laughs> A, wa- a white boy from the West B. They was fucking stacked, stacked bro. The Lakers just was too much. Yeah. And that's why I became a Kobe fan, bro. And then, and then what made Kings it? was on the way to win it. But, but you want to know what? Them niggas you want to know? <laughs> you want to know whose games used to I'm be better. so lit then? When they played Dallas. When Dallas and Sacramento played, them games used to be Damn, fucking that crazy. That was, that was Young Dirk. That was Young oh, Dirk yeah, and them. Was young Dirk, Dirk and Steve. They was getting out there. That's when Dirk, you know, they used to bully him. But he yeah. used to step back and strap on Weber. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Black girl home. Yeah, for sure. Same one. She speak life into it. Yeah, they had Michael Finley. Yeah, they had young Michael Finley. It's just so bigger and faster than me, baby. I don't know, but I don't know why, man. I don't know why, but they games, they used to always have like overtime, double overtime games where it just be like mad threes going yeah. up and they it's going down in there. Like, I tell you, I like watching like the Jason Kidd. I love watching Jason Kidd. I wonder what he thinks about everything. He's a, he got a weird game, man. man. That nigga. He one of them scrappy little aggressive but movies. he was technical but he had yeah. flair <laughs> yeah. like he was I so I definitely could see him going just, in the coaching he was changing. so flair he's just changing he ain't got no crossover he's yeah. running full speed and just changing direction you he know what I'm saying like, so we yeah. you will see him spin a nigga around just because he running fast yeah. as hell just going left to right left that's to right that's the few kids when your dad is still better than you when yeah, you know. yeah 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 <laughs> yeah cause he do all that yeah. little shit yeah <laughs> No. Soon as he figure out dinner's ready, all right, little nigga, yeah, let's go. Yeah, like, fuck. <laughs> Why'd you go to the league, nigga? The, the, you the too good. Is unreal. The, the, his, My the childhood pass, don't make the sense. The passing of Jason Kidd is unreal. <laughs> 
was like unreal, man. You, hey, that like, nigga was a killer. Everything, bro. The, the fact that he can see the court like that. It was him and Jason Terry in the backcourt. Bro, what? This ain't a dig at Brown. I'm just, we just got here somehow. But it was him and Jason Terry, bro, in the backcourt. This nigga snuck Bro, them niggas, bitch. man. Jason killed, man. The nigga said when he get the rebound, he already know. He already know where everybody at by the time he turns. Oh around. yeah, Jason Kidd plays how I play in two K. He don't really have no position. Like you just kind of do a little bit of everything here, just whatever you need to do this game. But then Fuck again, it. just think he was Except another threes. He, yeah, remember he was acing. <laughs> don't remember, ask he was acing at first. We yeah. need a three. This nigga put his head. He la 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 la. <laughs> what about Art? We I know got, not you, I got Jason. A good one. I got a good one. What about what about Barry Jason Davis? Sent this one up. What about Baron Davis? What about him? I love Baron Davis. Oh, you like watching him play? Yeah. Yeah. The That's West, him dunking on Carolina is like embedded in my brain, bro. <laughs> Every time, I don't even really need to see much of the highlights. As soon as it cut on, I'm like, oh, fuck, Carolina. My bones start shaking. I'm like, oh, shit. Listen, Think about man. it. Dunked Listen, on. man, you, you did. You <laughs> he did dunked back, on him so you did, bad. You dig, you dig back into Bear Davis highlights, you're going to see a few of them on some notables, man. Yeah. He, he came down and they're always and one. Yeah, always, <laughs> always, always. Oh, <laughs> well, I got one. What was one? What's one of your favorite backcourts to watch? Damn, Anytime, any. I don't even know. That's tough. Look at him. Yeah, sneaking away. Oh, love the White Howard, maybe. Backcourts, man. Dwight was point, nigga. I'm talking like I'm talking like Steve Francis and Catino Mobley back. Oh, I don't really have Jay Will. <coughs> Jay Will. I don't really white chocolate, baby. Not this Jay Will. Yeah, no, they got Jay. <laughs> I can't speak for this Doug Christie. They got Jay. Yeah, he did have the. I'm talking about old school Kings. That was mine. That's me. He said backcourt like one, two, tandem. It ain't too many. <laughs> no. It's some, but not notable ones because it wasn't long. You said my Francis and Matoma. Yeah, but that that shit was white. That was that was Hoosier ball. (laughs) That was Hoosier ball. Them two. I I would be thinking more like, but I would be thinking more like Brandon Roy. But that's my. They didn't have. It wasn't a long. Like one two Mm -hmm. or just one two players. I don't know, bro. See that that's me, man. You know I'm I'm throwing the, the curveballs in there. You know I like swing players. Yeah. I like niggas yeah. who do whatever. But also, you know, Kobe, <laughs> Kobe is your guy to I the like core, and you know Kobe is a guy that never needed a point guard. <laughs> yeah, you I like that kind of basketball. Yeah, yeah. Like, see, I just loved how Francis and Mobley was small, but these niggas out here throwing oops to each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And for a while, they had y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like, So they really I just they don't, wasn't bad. I don't they like them teams because we don't really know them to get big stops. There, yeah. That's my issue with Katie them. and Clay. I mean, Kate, I mean, Curry and Clay. <laughs> but my issue with them little tandems is, and that's what made they, them niggas so be, dangerous because Clay could guard them niggas. Yeah. But they them old school tandems, they couldn't stop nobody. Them niggas was getting cooked. The side only, by side. The only ones that I that I could think back there Curry, that, that I felt like that was actually good, they just was uh um the old warriors when they had uh T 
Tim Hardaway, Mullins, and uh, God, Mitch God. Richmond. That was one, two, three. But see, they probably was. Mitch but they probably was. Card, they, yeah, but see, they probably was. They never. They can <laughs> never get no bigs. They can never get no fucking bigs in Mitch there. You know what I'm saying? So crazy. Mitch was you know, the first nigga to go green on live. Nigga. Right, bro. Remember? Cash, bro, I remember man. when niggas used to think Mitch Richmond was Jordan on the game. Oh yeah, he it's like no, nah, that's Mitch, bro. That ain't MJ. You know what I'm saying like. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they them niggas was like they can never get a big man for shit. Yeah. So that so when it came down to them playoff games, you know they uh, fucking um Seattle used to destroy them. Mm. Fucking Sean Kemp just had his way with everybody. <laughs> like there. he's played against kids. Yeah, yeah, he just had his way because they can they can double bored. they can double on fucking uh, Gary Payton all day, but then they wouldn't just because then that's opening oops and shit like that. Like so, you know. I like more nineties two thousands. I yeah. like Charlotte nineties. Them niggas is yeah. <laughs> I like wing niggas. They make the game more exciting, bro. They can do a lot of shit. I think I think I that's love I think Jack when he played for the Bobcats. Yeah. Because that nigga brought a whole different like toughness. But on top of that, that nigga team's going to win shit. Right. And they didn't win and, shit. No. No, because <laughs> they, they had exactly him. Exactly what we told they, them. Nigga, they <laughs> had him and Gerald Wallace. They got him and Gerald Wallace. They got to nobody. the playoffs one time. They kind of like they, Seattle. Yeah. yeah. They ain't bother nobody. Good. They just here. I mean, I, I like him better on the Pacers. Like, Who? Uh, Stack Jack? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That team was more complete with him on there. Yeah. yeah, but that, it, man, that shit gets <laughs> diminished. That's what man, yeah. That's what lets us know how good Paul George is. Because we forget Ron Artest and that, that Pacer teams was nice no, for Paul, real. Paul George, Paul George up, made Paul that George Pacer came up and nasty. took a, took they star spot. <laughs> the nigga grew two inches Chill while up, he man. was in that the league. Granger got hurt, bro. That he his took fault. his motherfucking Dang, spot. Granger was kicking. That balls. nigga Cam Newton, Terrell Pryor, this nigga, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he came into his life, nigga. Just took his whole life. I'm talking endorsements, hoes. He just came and stepped in. Well, I'll take that for you. That. He did. You know what? Danny <laughs> Granger was like, what about me? He, he said, then wait. So traded said, this nigga. So I said, oh, fuck. He said, if I got shoes like <laughs> this, <laughs> this will happen, right? Okay. Paul George was cleaning out his locker one day. That's when he knew it was over. <laughs> Paul George goes off for 30. Paul George for 37. Granger's like, Bro. fuck. All that shit nigga missed. All that shit happened in the same season, bro. Like the nigga, the nigga came. The nigga, the nigga, the nigga came and Danny Granger was the man. Danny Granger is the man. Then he get hurt and he come back. But then the season when he come back and he's actually finally healthy, they like all you all you see in the news too, is all you up. see in the news is this unusual story about how this guy that played for the Pacers grew two inches in the league. <laughs> Nigga, they had and they like West. what? what? They had Roy Hibbert. Ranger upped his points per game in his first four seasons. They had five George Hill. Every game, bro. That team was kind of nice. nobody ever did that other else in history. George Hill. It did get hurt, and Paul George is on the bench. Like, all right, I'm ready, coach. <laughs> George it took your life. Bro, Paul George grew two he inches in the league. This nigga. <laughs> he had a growth spurt in the NBA. Like, how the fuck does that happen? Like, he have a growth spurt. He take your spot because the nigga come out there at six eight. Like, damn, this shit is a whole lot more easier than last year. Yeah. And then now it's like, scoot over. 
Now Paul, and he's better than you. So right. It's like, but isn't it? You funny? really didn't even have an argument because he is better than you. Isn't Ain't nobody funny? arguing that you better. <laughs> oh, this nigga's a killer. <laughs> all these thugs, they get to, they get to the playoffs. Granger trying to fight. We're Brian all convinced. Granger trying to fight Brian and shit. He like fuck that. I'm just, right. He really trying to fight him on the side. He like, hey, y'all got a spot over there. Nigga. I need to get. Oh, then the nigga went on Twitter like I'm a black belt. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Man, this nigga. Granger just wants some attention. Somebody get this nigga a hug. Yeah, this nigga got a contract. We like Paul Moore. This nigga got a contract. Let it go, Danny. Nigga got a contract. We've already moved on. on, nigga. Let it go. We got the we got the new MV. That is so fast. Let that it go. so fast, man. He but, gave him five crazy years and then within a season and a half. All his billboards was pasted over. <laughs> Skinny guy jerseys off the racks. That <laughs> nigga named Paul took your whole life from you. Now this up filling out job applications. He's like, what the fuck happened? I got hurt one fucking niggas get hurt all the time in the league. I get hurt once. Fucking Paul George, man. Hey, there's no way they're friends, nigga. There's no way. And the illest shit of all that you nemesis. You know who was the the uh. The uh, basketball player operations at that time. Who? Larry Bird. Oh, Larry <laughs> knew. Larry sat back and he was like this. Well, that young motherfucker just came. Larry knew, this. man. Uh, I guess we got to get rid then, of that. Bro, then if you was still trying to make a Danny argument, you went to the Clippers and then y'all played these niggas and he was killing he your ass. ass. <laughs> I mean, we can't. I mean, fuck, Danny. <laughs> he was killing you. <laughs> He was acting like Kawhi when he went back to San Antonio, nigga. Uh, all hopes he was ready he for wanted. this. All hopes, everything. Nigga went to bed at seven thirty the night before he got up. Was stretching. That nigga came. Watch Rocky. He said, "All right, let's go." That nigga came to, to work. Fucked him up. That nigga came to work and had the worst day of work in his life. <laughs> oh, his teammates patted him on the back. It's okay, Danny. It's all right. He's fucking good. I knew he's good. He stole my life. He just abused him so bad. He man. was me. He just abused him so bad. Like, oh, that nigga the that studio nigga. apartment now. Nigga. <laughs> that nigga really took that's fucked up. That, that nigga fucked Paul me. George got a foreign. Paul oh, George got hurt. Fuck. That nigga Daddy Granger went right back to the gym. Like, here I go. I'm about to get a 10 day. I'm gonna kill him. That nigga Paul George came back after that shit. That motherfucker scored 22 in his first game back. He was like, I'm just gonna pack it up. Fuck! This fucking guy, man. I thought they were bluffing. He is good. Fuck. He just broke his leg. He's Paul George good. even stole his beef with LeBron, nigga. <laughs> Daddy said some slick shit to Brian. Brian said, chill out, little man. Watch out. No autographs. He, he said, said, hey, hey Brian and Daddy. <laughs> me, you, you, me and you just battled he last said, year. He said, Paul? He said, Daddy, bro. What the fuck? Me and you just was going at it last year, bro. I'm like, wait. The black what? belt. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Remember Twitter? You remember? <laughs> fuck. Lance? Is that Lance? Nigga stole my beef, too. How the fuck he do that? Oh, man. That nigga Paul George nice, though. Yeah, he is, man. Danny's just so for he just got bad luck. I hope he ain't a gambler, man. He got it was terrible good. luck. It was, it's like you couldn't escape the inevitable. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, but what made it even crazier is what people don't remember is, you know, that's the fucking life. He, Danny Granger did that to somebody else. They had a young dude named Jonathan Bender. 
who was like supposed yeah. to be their next upcoming guy, and like then the, then they drafted Danny Granger, who went to this nerd ass school. Bender became like eleventh option. Yeah, they like get him the fuck out of here. You know what they they forgot get him, he was on the get team. Get the fuck out of here. So shit, yeah, hey, make his know? jersey day of. Kept forgetting yeah. he was on the team and shit. Oh fuck, Bender, sorry man. Oh, you do still work here? Oh shit. <laughs> Just, was, just, just, he just was where that back in the day. Just where that. Just go out there and sit down. You ain't playing today. Oh, that's funny as fuck. I, man, it, it was tough though in the East because because Braun in the East was so weak. So it's like niggas had to battle him, bro. In the West, you had like four niggas to worry about. But you could also in the West, it, you could get a crazy ass mismatch. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's how a lot of them teams was getting knocked off. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever their weakness is, like they got messed up with a it's team always, that was good always, at that shit. It's and it was just like over that. for them. Yeah, it's bro. always been like that because for a while, it was always like, even if you look at the beginning of the time of the game, you know, it was always like, like the West always had like more bigs, and then yeah. the East will have like like the guard play. But then you know how that's gonna go. You know what I'm saying? The like, East was playing sports. The West was playing politics, bro. Yeah, <laughs> them yeah. niggas was playing like. Dow baseball play. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like they spending money, they not worried about development. They go spend money on niggas they already know who got it. And the right. East is trying to develop everybody and it's like that shit don't work, man. The league too progressive. Yeah. You gotta kinda foresee niggas is about that, to be nasty. That that that's what I would say has always been my only knock about the East because a guy a guy had come in there pretty much because even when you know during the Jordan era they did the same thing they it, they had a few good teams I mean like in the East we'll have a few good teams but they don't have championship caliber teams you know what I'm saying they, they, they just try to make money bro <laughs> yeah like, the West is trying to win the fucking championship yeah, you, know, you know what I'm saying they know like, you gonna make more money when you win the fucking championship bro they gotta the figure East, it out the East always have one. Maybe maybe two teams that can actually go in there and compete with teams in the West for a championship, but the West normally got like six of them. They got like six teams that's like that, and that's and compete with them teams. when they kind of fucking up. On yeah, a good yeah, day, yeah. they smoke y'all niggas. <laughs> like if they they firing on all cylinders, it's a wrap, bro. I didn't see too many teams I thought could beat Golden State when they was playing, bro. Yeah. And because, that's just real. Because just because God would have had to intervene for y'all to beat and these that, niggas. And that's why. And that's why I feel <laughs> like the goddamn devil. And, Clay, and, that's, and that's why I feel like people. Gotta, fucking uh, devil, man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. And, and that's why I feel like people got to show more respect to the to the old Detroit Pistons teams that beat the Lakers. Just because it's like, look how they equip their team. Like they, they, all they played them niggas, and they and they spent the bread. They, they, they went and got the yeah, worst. They and, all and, and they niggas. went and got the talent. They like fuck that. You know what I'm saying? We gonna have these gritty players too. But you know, but that's but that's the history of the Pistons. Um, you know what I'm saying? The history of the Pistons is always they always got hoopers on their team, and they got gritty guys. That's they're the reason why they brought that to the league. You know what I'm saying? That's what they known for. Mm-hmm. So you know, it didn't surprise me that they beat them. It what did surprise me is the the Ben Wallace Shaq matchup where I was like Ben Wallace is better than I thought. Yeah, I always thought he was good, but yeah. then it's like, bro, this is Shaq. He's you know a what I'm saying? Too, bro. Yeah, and, and, he ain't and, just and he right, thinking. right, and this one, when you he look at it, you're like, you're like, bro, this is Shaq. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like this is Shaq. You know, Everywhere Shaq obviously. turned, he was there. Yeah, dude. you know what I'm saying? So, so, he was so like the know, villain in a what, scary movie. Nigga. Crazy he, just, undersized, he know all your moves. Crazy undersized. You, you know like fuck. Like, it's 
Kill me. Bro, with everywhere. Bro, when that nigga was getting up, blocking them them hooks that Shaq be doing, I'm like, oh, Ben ain't fucking around. Like, Ben ain't fucking around. He yeah. really, he's serious out here. He with it. You know what I mean? Like, he Talking on Talking cash it. shit out yeah, there, Yeah, too. yeah. Nope, I'm there, too, nigga. Yeah. Nope. Shaq like, fuck. But you know what? They also had the mismatch of having the size. Mm-hmm. They had them outside. Even, in my bad, even, uh, <laughs> Even Chauncey was was bigger than Derek Fisher. Chauncey was a fucking bulldog, man. bro. What? That nigga was a running back, man. You can you can slide a piece of paper up under his feet when he pulled that jump shot, and he dropping it. It don't matter where he at. Don't worry about it. I got these. Then you got Rip that's just running everybody fucking tired because this nigga is he just runs. And runs and runs. And Tayshaw. We was watching Tayshaw highlights the other man. day. He was underrated. Tayshaw was the man. He was Absolutely. nice, bro. Absolutely. He was another one of them swing niggas that was kind of creating that position for other players to really. Bro. Teams to realize there's he, worth at that swing he spot. He came man. from nowhere. Like, he bro, was. Reggie, he was Reggie's like, still trying to figure out where Bro, that shit. Bro. That shit. <laughs> and he threw your shit in the crowd, bro. He threw it out the game. In a, in a playoff game, when it matters, this ain't no, you know what I'm saying, just a race. What's the he, chances? Just happen to be a left-hand nigga, too. He swiped your shit. Bro, that jump shot was fucking ugly. That would have been hard as fuck that for jump, a right-hand nigga, but bro, a left-hand nigga? That jump shot was fucking ugly, and he was fucking dropping that bitch. But he was like 6'9", 6'10". Yeah, he Thanks for listening to the Good Life Podcast, The Kickback. Make sure you stay tuned by finding us on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify or many more podcast listening platforms. To find us on social media at Facebook, we're Good Life Podcast, The Kickback. On Instagram, we're Good Life underscore podcast. Thank you for coming back again. This is the Good Life Podcast, The Kickback. It's your host, Good Life underscore Russ. I got some homies in the building and we're going to talk some real shit. Hey, what's going on, Good Life? Uh, this is your boy, Sean Black. Uh, Instagram, at Real Sean Black. Get with me there. Glad to be here with my guy. We'll talk some real stuff with y'all. Uh, what up? My name is London. Uh, Instagram handle, watched up that. Um, shit, I'm here to talk some shit, too. And I'm Jay. Um, Instagram is uh, Good Life underscore Jay. Say with my guys, you no know, vibing. Alright, so, I mean, there's so much shit we could talk about. I don't even know. Just seeing y'all niggas, there's so much shit I want to talk about. Obviously, we got to talk about the vandalism shit in Columbus. That, I feel like we, even if we touch on it, it got to be something. Gotcha. It got to be something. Uh, what's, y'all's, what's y'all's thoughts, feelings, views, judgments? <laughs> All right, <so> Praises. <laughs> my second job, I work down there. I work at the Commons. So, our shit was busted up. And I, I feel it. I understand the anger and aggression, but like these are people's houses. Like these are businesses that don't got nothing to do with it. And right. y'all done smashed it up. Like, right. The ill part is, I'm I'm cleaning it up. I'm sweeping up glass and mopping the floor, and the rest of my staff is black. Like we all black, clean up a black mess. Then I'm brought in a whole security team that's also all black. So now you got black security guards and, and black cleaning crew clean up a black mess <laughs> over something that you know, the white dude did. Why are you? I don't understand it, but hey, I get it at the same time. My number one question is, is there purpose behind it? Hell yeah, there's purpose. Some niggas just wanted to steal. Let's call it what it <laughs> is. I mean, but like, <laughs> this is no different it, than like, a purge. This is the perfect like, night. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you're gonna find you're gonna find every type of person in, in any situation. So you got you got your people out here who ain't, you know, for no good. But so I was it purpose or was it an opportunity? 
boat. Mom mentality. Like that, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Mom mentality. When you like, really get a group it, of people together, like, you know what I'm saying? I don't think that everyone's intentions was let out to say, hey, I'm going to go down here and loop. Right. But you, you can see it in traffic. If traffic is stopping, somebody pull over on the burn, see how many people behind him going to go on the burn. Yeah, you feel me? It's mob you know what I'm saying? So I think that cash is just followers, you feel me? And they go down there and do crazy stuff. Definitely. And so, and that's what happened, you feel me? Um, but to his point, I would say, um, I don't necessarily agree with with looting and all that was going on. Because I, I know personally that I, I wouldn't step in there. So that tells me that I don't agree with it. But at the same time, I can understand it, though. Yeah, for like, sure. Like, when, sure. when you, because when you, I was driving the other day and I was just sitting there and I'm like, man... I was thinking, I'm like, man, I'm really like, I felt helpless. You know what I'm saying? Like when I, you know, all your life, there's always some authoritative figure that you can go to and say like, yo, like in school with your teacher, the principal, yo, hey, they tripping. You know what I'm saying? Whether that's you or not, like you all, you know that the option is there. When you grow up, hey, it's the course, it's whoever is supposed to be there. When you look at this situation, bro, there's nobody there that, you, who, who, you, who can you turn to? You know what I'm saying? So that's that helpless feeling. So from a psychological standpoint, I can see cats being like, man, fuck it. Like, I just got a raise, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? I ain't got no help. I ain't got nobody that's there for me, so I'm just going to fuck shit up. Like, if that's how, if that gets your attention and that shit, that got attention, though, don't it? Yeah. They arrested yeah. dude, so. <coughs> that's definitely true. I mean, that better statement. <coughs> My point is, though, now what? That's the whole, that's the whole, I mean, even before. That's the million dollar question right now. <coughs> Now what? Now what? did what they did. I mean, yeah, cool. did. Some they people did. Dude, some people what? was for it. Now what? And What's this is the part after? that people like us have to sit back and wait for. Because people just call into action so much. You know what I mean? Like, so much. And then we don't see shit afterwards. Right. Mm-hmm. The next week, we'd bring it up. They forgot. They even told us they was about to do some shit. Right. So, to me, it's kind of like... I. In all these situations, I see both sides. There's not one side that I pick that I'm like, you're right, the other side's wrong. Right. That's why I was like, I be saying this shit on Facebook. I just feel like people need to get more understanding. Everybody's trying to be right or wrong or agree or disagree. Mm-hmm. We all going to feel differently. You know what I mean? And sometimes we're saying different shit but saying the same yeah, thing. Same thing. But it sounds different so people just automatically get offensive and defensive about what you're saying. Yeah. So to me, we just got to figure out. What do, what do we want, and what are people prepared to do? I don't I don't mind springing into action in any facet. You feel me? But it's not going to be unorganized, and it's not going to be spontaneous. That's it's going to have to be something really organized that we really came together on. Mm-hmm. I hundred percent agree. And I just don't I don't believe in people's ability to do that shit. I just don't. You know what I mean? For the longest, I was hopeful that people could just change their mind and come around, but. Some people don't want what we want. So then we already at a disadvantage trying to call on the others that may even be in their circle or look up to them because now they already going to follow in their path. And a lot of times that I, I feel that's why people be so outraged by celebrities and, you know what I mean, the popular people in the city and be expecting them to be role models because they know motherfuckers going to follow you. No matter what you say or do, they'll follow you. So it's it's a slippery slope, bro. It's a slippery slope asking somebody to step up for a cause they don't give a fuck about. Yeah. And expecting them to come. You know what I mean? Yeah. They really don't care. Yeah. And we get so upset about shit that other people are doing and not doing. Motherfuckers don't realize they ain't getting nothing. You know what I mean? So now I'm just trying to get to a point where if we just need to get like a big group of us together and do it, that's cool. Versus having the whole city get together and march and... 
I just see people doing that shit all the time and just see it seems yeah, like nothing comes of it, bro. Right. It gets to a point where we're like, oh, it's about to bubble and then it just stops. And then now someone over here is starting someone new and like, come follow this over here. We're going to fix the city and change the culture. Yeah. I'm like, bro, I don't think y'all really realize what it takes. It ain't going to take a summer. I can tell y'all that. Nah. It's not going to take a summer. It's nah. not going to happen overnight. This is shit that has to happen over years because mm-hmm. it took years to, to get it like this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm as well as the research on some alternative ideas um, outside of integration. Like, I've been reading on Garveyism. Mm-hmm. And before that shit went way left, it started off as a somewhat good idea. Like, at what point do you just realize white people here, they don't like the idea of black people being equal? I mean, because you got to look at the numbers of it. Black people are outnumbered just in general, nine to one. <laughs> I mean, just by white people alone, seven to one. Now, out of those seven people, two or maybe three of them seven people might like what might think black people are equal, but the other ones don't. The vast majority don't. And at what point over the last, I don't know, 400 years, are we going to decide, like, they're not going to get with it. Right. Why not just move around? It's 2020. Um, travel is at an all-time low. And at any point, you can just decide white people ain't the way. And that's kind of where I'm at with it. Do you um, think people would... would, would would, would leave though if the right people did it <coughs> if the right people say you know what I'm out I mean just think about it just think of the like we were talking about black buying power if you remove I don't know 50% of the black athletes off ESPN ESPN plummets but that's right? Disney and Disney ain't gonna be too happy with that Disney profits off black just black in general a lot of people just profit off black in general so you start removing that and start placing that money elsewhere more black people will follow suit if they see black people doing better. Yeah, I agree with that. But I, at the same time, because, you know, we always had that conversation like that, go back to Africa uh, mentality. But, um, like, I really feel like, shit, America is ours, too. Like, I feel like that's a part of the story that we really don't talk about. You know, Africans traveled before Columbus got here. You know what I'm saying? There's African art and pottery and everything that predates his arrival, you know, that's carbon dated that we can really go back and see. Like, so... Um, and even when you look at you know some of the ruins out here, like the Mayan ruins, you look at the sculptures, like you look at the the characteristics of their faces, like these are you know what I'm saying black and brown people that these civilizations work. You know what I'm saying? So it's like shit. This is here. This is us too. We just had an invader come and infiltrate, change the history around, and now we don't really know. Like you know what I'm saying? Just like the other day, you posted something about. Uh, I think it was you posted or we both commented on a post about. Uh, about black people and uh, Spanish people and them not knowing who's black, right? Oh, yeah, like, that was my post. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And so this shit is crazy because, like, I just really want us as a people to understand the difference between ethnicity and nationality, you know what I'm saying? Like, and really understand how many black people are really out here, you know? Like, my girl, bro, she's half Colombian. Her people, bro, they 100% Colombian. Like, they live down there, bro. They look like our uncles and brothers and they're like if I put a picture up you'd be like oh that's up from yeah. you know what I'm saying dark skin white skin brown just skin like just like us like they just as soon as they open their mouth they you know what I'm saying talking Spanish talking some shit we don't know you feel me so it's crazy yeah they definitely us but we already and we already accept them and adopt them as us I don't look at my Mexican niggas no different than I look at my black friends like Honestly, I right. don't. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's a and too, we had, and as I got got to know them more, we had the same childhood at home. Our mother figures was similar. Our aunties, the fathers, 
the family dynamic, the work dynamic, yep. everything was pretty much the same. We was just in different neighborhoods and we ate different shit. That was literally it. Shit, unless you was in LA, it was all you did say shit. Same but shit. here, <laughs> we ate different shit. That was the only difference from us. I'm like, damn. Mm-hmm. You just relate to. I mean, it's easier to. You know what I mean? It's easier to talk to somebody when they understand the struggles that you went through mm-hmm. and how it felt going through that struggle. Mm-hmm. So I. I don't know. It's I, I don't know what the fuck we gonna do for real. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's I mean, next. I mean, ultimately, though, like, we gotta just continue to uh, plan. I think it's our economics, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you talked about, you you, you brought that up, you know what I'm saying? Our buying power, you know? And that, that's ultimately how we win, you know? Like, it's really continuing to invest in these businesses so that we have the infrastructure to really leave. Like, the problem now, we all talk about art, not spending, not doing this, but we don't have the infrastructures and in the, in the industries in place to invest that money, you know what I'm saying? Which is starting to build now, which I'm happy. Like, I see all of us yeah. in our in our demographic, our age group, like, really pushing, you know what I'm saying, for that to happen. But that's what we got to do. Like, we got to start investing in each other, crowdsourcing with each other. Like, we do, like, we just talked about before we hopped on the podcast. It was, you know, our, you know, how we going to invest in one of these ideas that we got going on together. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Doing that on a large scale over and over so that everybody's idea is out here is what we gotta do and the fucking process is already created that's what that's what kills me everybody else is doing it but us yeah like they literally will live together work together stack together and wait they turn and our people we just can't do that bro everybody gotta be in the forefront everybody gotta be right now and it's like you can't want nothing real if you think it's gonna come right now right because if it was that easy everybody would have a fucking business it ain't that simple and then I don't even push. I I've never even been in a position to really push business on people. I just push multiple incomes. Yeah, yeah. cause shit, we gonna need people to work these businesses. Let's be realistic. Like everybody can't own a business. Right. Everybody like, at a different journey at a different time. No, that's the that's the BC thing I think about entrepreneurship or whatever that yeah. you're doing. We all at different points. Like you know, if you're an entrepreneur, you know that you gotta work somewhere right now to get your hustle started. If you starting to if you starting to grind, so it's like you working for somebody. You know what I'm saying? So we all have different things that we want to do. Um, like you said, whether it's whether it's entrepreneurship or whether it's people that don't have to ask, it's people that just want to work. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't want to be entrepreneurs. Absolutely. So, we need those. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, that's cool. It's a community, like you said. So And putting them in positions to be successful. A lot of times, it's that too. You know what I mean? But that's, that's why I really want to get... We have to figure out how to, like, make the education stick. Like, that's the issue I have, especially with doing events. You do an event, it's fun, everybody remember it. But if you just drop education, like, people don't leave there much. And they're definitely not going to apply that to their life. You know what I mean? I don't know what place it comes from, why they feel like we ain't been... I wasn't in the same shoes that you in right now. And you know me, so you know I was struggling before. Right, but you got to look at this interest level in education. If they're not interested in learning nothing for real, then they're not going to... It's never going to stick. Like you got to be interested in learning shit, and until niggas get interested in that itself, it's never gonna happen. Like niggas are content with being as smart as they are. They feel like since they're an adult, they're as smart as they're ever gonna be. <laughs> they don't seek self improvement at any point, and until that starts happening, so it's never. <laughs> it's never start earlier. I think we gotta really start investing. You know, more investment in the kids. Figure out a way. That's to what I always wonder. Like, do we target the adults or the kids? Oh, yeah, just, you start the kids. Like I, I think the, the adults that that you know can follow can come, but we got it's gonna be some a lot that gotta get left behind. You know? But my issue, my <laughs> issue, my yeah. issue with going at the kids is what if they have a parent who doesn't have the capacity to raise them? 
Like, you're filling them with knowledge, and they're going to be smarter than their parent at a very young age. I mean, that can cause an imbalance, too. Because the parent can become threatened. Like, there's all types of shit that stems from that shit. You know what I mean? I did parent kids events, bro. And as excited as I was before I did it doing it, I'm just like, it's tough. It's no different than when I was coaching. Like, mm-hmm. some parents was really just dropping their kids off like this was daycare. Right. Exactly and then I fill them with all these lessons. We do all this work and then yeah. practice over. Every other kid going and holding hands with their parents, they still in the gym with me waiting. Wait. We an hour late. Like, that shit affects them, too. And as much as I teach them, they're seeing what they're seeing is going to be more effective than what they're hearing. And know, it's man. unfortunate you sometimes. Plant, you plant seeds, though. I, I, think I mean, it's worth it. It's worth it. But still, it's kind of like, I mean, we have to do something to or with the parents. Like, something has to give. You know what I mean? Because... <laughs> Something gotta give, bro. Uh, it's definitely gotta be a holistic approach on so many levels. Uh, I think yeah. the conversation about you know um, psychology and, and going down and sitting and talking to people. I think that that, that conversation needs to change um, in our community and knowing that it's okay to sit down and, and talk to somebody outside of your friends and family about somebody you know about something that's going on. You know because shit, we we traumatized out here for real. Yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying like. I'm shocked a lot of us have progressed as far as we have, honestly. Yeah. Based on what I be finding out happened to, to everybody and shit. Because mm-hmm. you, know, you know what you know when we're younger. And then when you get older, the people you, that stuck around, you find out some shit that was going on with them behind the scenes type shit. Like, right. Yeah, and that be fucking my head up. Like, damn, you really got through that shit. Like, that's crazy. You know what I mean? And, and those are the things that... Also, the more you know, the more you don't know type shit. Like, and the more you see, the more you understand. So, like, I be seeing those people, and then I instantly think about everybody else who couldn't, didn't have the capacity to get through that shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That shit made them fold. Like, that shit was, it ended them. But I get it, though. I understand. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm learning a hard lesson right now is to let people drown. It goes against my nature. You know what I mean? It's such a hard concept, but I I do understand it's necessary. But it doesn't make it any easier, the fact that you understand this is what needs to be done. And I think that's the part that people don't get. Like, Just because you see somebody who has bought into trying to live a happy lifestyle and do things a different way, doesn't mean shit isn't equally as hard for you as it is for them. Mm -hmm. Even though they do it every day, this shit is still not easy. It's easy just to go back to your old life and do shit the way you always did shit. Right. But still buying into this new life a hundred days in when it's just like, especially if you don't really have a lot of that you feel like a lot of value you're seeing from it. You're just like, trust the process, trust the process. Them days get long as fuck, man. These don't know. It's like being in a desert, bro. With no food, no water left. You just got to keep walking and trust like it's something out there. It's coming, right? And yeah. some people just gonna lay in the sand and die, bro. And us, I just go. I gotta keep going because yeah. there's something out there. <laughs> like it's some water out this bitch, right. and I'm gonna dive in this motherfucker. Right. Right. <laughs> I'm like cannonballing this bitch as soon as I get there, bro. But I can't <laughs> yeah. stop. Right. At some point, it just feel like a waste if you do. Like I haven't been in it this long. If mm-hmm. I stop now, what was it all for? Right. <laughs> the the end got to be closer to the beginning. Mm-hmm. So you gotta keep going. Yeah, I would have ever stopped anything with regrets or what ifs. Even the shit that that people look at as fuck ups. You know what I mean? I don't look at my shit as fuck ups. I stopped doing that a long time ago. Wins and lessons. Yeah, like (laughs) a long time ago. And now I'm getting to the point like that's I'm starting to understand. I just have to accept the decisions I make. 
it's not always it's and I don't even look at it as good or bad. It's not always gonna be good or bad. Like a lot of times it's it's what's best for me at the times. A lot of times I'm just being selfish. Mm-hmm. And in in some capacities I feel like I've earned that right based on whatever I did or who I am. I feel like I've earned that right. And I'm at a space to where I'm willing to deal with like the backlash of everything I do. Mm-hmm. So now I'm comp- I have no conscience about these decisions. Like I don't go back on myself. I don't doubt myself. Yeah, I make a decision and I stick with it. Even if I can kind of see it turning, I'm like, this is what it is. <laughs> like, I'm not jumping shit. Like, we going to plug this leak and we going to keep fucking going. <laughs> like, this is what it is. And it makes things easier. You know what I mean? It doesn't... That's why I see the bigger picture now. It doesn't give you more bad decisions or good decisions. It just makes things easier. It just makes you easier living with your decisions. And that's what I want to be like. I'm a super, super, super movie buff. Just was watching Gemini, man. And movies like that, the concept was just like getting to a peak of success and keeping your mind and keeping your body, your soul intact. Mm-hmm. Because some people get to a level of success and they can't live with what they had to do to get that success. Right. So that, he, bro's a contract killer. So that was the concept. Like he got mm-hmm. old and it was like, you know, they grow a conscience after a while. And they don't, they don't want to do this shit no more. Right. He's just tired. You feel me? Like, and... I'm getting to that point now where I'm I'm seeing bigger shit and I'm like I'm making decisions based on okay well I, can I be able to live with this decision at a hundred thousand dollars at you know at what what I'm doing it for right. but can I live with what I have to do right and is it worth it you know what I mean do I really want that because if I have to do this to get this do I really want this right and sometimes people try to convince themselves they want this and they do a bunch of shit they regret or. That was against their moral code or whatever the fuck happens. You know what I mean? And uh-huh. I'm past all that shit, bro. Like, it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. And I realized my compassion is what was holding me back. Because uh-huh. I literally wouldn't make decisions because I just, I'm a forward thinker. So I can see how this is about to affect these four people. Uh-huh. And if it's severe enough, I wouldn't do it back in the day. Right. Just because of them. No matter how much upside it brought me, I wouldn't do it. You know, and now a lot of decisions you make, especially niggas who ain't supposed to be around, it's going to negatively affect them. You know what I mean? It has to. <laughs> it bothers their presence. You can't get wet trying to save every nigga around. Yeah, that's so a I fact, bro. And, that, and that's a hard lesson. <laughs> well, you've always... Because when I was growing up, like, I was always the safety net for my friends. I was always the point person. I was always the psychologist. I was always the go-to. And I was rarely the one that could go to them with my shit. So, literally, you just got to sit and listen all the time. You know what I mean? And when I was younger, I was super isolated. Like, I was just in my head all the time, playing out everything. So, as I got older, I realized it was, like, a gift, not a curse. You know what I mean? Because I used to hate that shit. But when I got older, I'm like, okay, like, I'm cautious. Like, for a reason. You feel me? I'm cautious in every scenario. Like, I'll sit and play out the day. (laughs) And if shit look at how I thought it was going to look, I move how I said I was going to move. Every fucking time, bro. I have to. Uh Even when it doesn't play out for me. But I realize the bigger picture. Uh We know what we know when we know it. So, we make a decision. Some people are like, oh, I should have did this. You know, you made this decision. So, now where are you going to go from here? You feel me? Because it's done. Right. You said what you had to say, and people don't realize once you say some shit, it it's in the back. universe. You cannot bring that back in. You know what I mean? You cannot bring so if you how you talk, what you feed will grow. So how you talk about yourself, like you can't take that shit back. It's it's just fluttering around you. You put it out there. Your word is powerful, bro. And sometimes, and what I realized is, I wasn't that person. I was the person who was sitting around that shit, and I and I knew I was so fucking secure and protected. 
I knew I could be in that environment uh-huh. and survive, but it's, it starts uh-huh. to tear at you yeah, and wear at you over the years. Uh-huh. And you start to just feel miserable. No reason. You yeah. can have a good day, and I'm just irritated as fuck. Yeah, no reason. Throw the whole day away. Like, I used to do that all the time. Like, I'm done with the day. I go get in bed. Like, it's a wrap. Like, we're going to try tomorrow because right. I'm so irritated. I, and I don't even know why, so I know it's going to fuck with me the rest of the day. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Protect your energy. Minimize all of that shit. Like my work shit. Once I'm done with work, boom, all that shit's done. I take that badge off, boom, that shit's done. I go to my second job, boom, that's the whole second job. When I'm off of that shit, boom, all that shit's left there. Whatever stress I had there, it's gotta stay there. Uh (laughs) Because I, you see all these gray hairs. I used to put that shit home. And in the Marine Corps, you gotta eat that shit. Like the jobs I had after that shit, taking that shit home, phone call, all this shit. Like nah. If you if you take if you let shit bleed over, I mean even in your regular life, like if you let, you know what I'm saying, the argument you have with your friend bleed over into your relationship, like it's just gonna eat that shit. You mm-hmm. can't. You gotta be able to separate. You it's know all what drain saying? energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all energy. And you only got so much energy in a day. Right. So yeah. once you're done, it's okay to say you're done. Mm-hmm. Put all that shit down. It's a wrap. <laughs> you know your limits, but that's knowing yourself too. You know your limitations, and I know if I stay here any longer. <clears throat> gonna be bad for everybody so let me just get on out of here you know what i mean and and two you start to grow older and respect that about each other and and that's what i start to realize like who my real close friends was we know all each other's tendencies we we know each other you know what i mean if somebody was just to get up and go i would never feel away i'm just like it was his time to go yeah i'm to the point where can't nobody make me feel away i want to get to that point where yeah if you you get to the point where you close i can feel it i'm gonna just move around you right yeah if I'm upset, it's my fault at this point. That's where I'm at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how you got to look at it. So what's some ways, we'll just go around the circle. So what's some ways y'all feel now, who y'all are now based on who y'all was 10 years ago? Some coping mechanisms, some things that you feel like helps day-to-day making, because we go through a thousand decisions every day, thousands of them. So what do you feel like helps you make the decisions that get you closer to where you're trying to go based on 10 years ago? Uh, for me, man, to be honest, like I just mentioned a second ago, um, the law of attraction, man, really just understanding um, that thoughts are powerful, your words are powerful, and just saying, like, you know, every situation going through life that, um, you know, you can't control a lot of stuff that's going on in the world, but what you can control is how you feel about, you know, what's going on, you know what I'm saying? And so anytime I, I get into a situation where I, I feel my energy going towards that negative lane, I immediately changed my thought process. Like, oh, nah, you know what I'm saying? And and that just helps you to stay in that positive mindset more. You know what I'm saying? Stay in a positive mind frame. So whatever it is, you got to draw your mind your mind to the, like, all right, I'm going to be straight. Like, if something's going on, let me look at who your kids, you know what I'm saying? Just like I see you love your kids, like my son, you know what I'm saying? Like, stuff like that. Like, just thinking of him hooping, thinking of him running track. Like, mm-hmm. you feel me? Like, I, I cut my mind in my business because I love business and development, you know what I'm saying? So I'll, I'll go dive into the computer and, and start doing some work, and, and that's my zone, you know what I'm saying? That, that'll that give me my, my sheet. And so really just finding those things that make you happy, you feel me? Mm-hmm. That when you're in those moments of despair, you can draw to those. And, and not that you're not, not dealing with the things that, you know, because you still got to deal with whatever's going on in your life. But now at the end of the day, yeah, it's yeah. easier because you're tackling the problem from, a, from, from not a negative perspective. Right. Whereas, whereas if you wake up, and you go ahead and, and dive into whatever's going on. Now you saw it, you know what I'm saying? So now opportunity that you may have, you may have ran into somebody that would have said, hey, what's up? But you mad, so you're not even looking at nobody. You're not even trying to talk to nobody. So you might have missed the, 
the opportunity for the thing that you was trying to do in the first place because you didn't took yourself out the game for the day. You feel yeah. me? So it's like keep yourself locked in. Like you can't control every thought you got, but you can control your emotions and how you feel to it. And that's really your thoughts right there. You know what I'm saying? When you feel like you salty, you mad about something particular. You know what I'm saying? It's something that's going on. When you when you upset and you, yeah, you might not be able to pinpoint, but you know, like, all right, it's your thought process right now. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, let me go ahead and change it to the left or something that I love. Let me go hoop. You feel me? Mm-hmm. It's like, like let me more, go. The more you know yourself, the, the more energy you save. Facts. Like, Facts. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's how I used to be. Like, like you said, go to for everybody's problems. Mm-hmm. It's like you wear that shit. So, like, mm-hmm. Like, you know they're your friends and everything, so they going through something. You, like, you feel like you going through it as well. But yeah, hell now yeah. it's like, yeah, yeah. some of that shit's not warranted. Like, yeah. that's how I had to do. I had to find, like, what's my peace? You know what I mean? Like, if I'm going through shit during the day, it's like, I can go to this and then just block all that out or use that energy towards, you know, that negative energy, turn it positive, do it right. towards something. Like, yeah. drawing, art, whatever, music. Mm-hmm. Just us collaborating with, like, the whole good life thing. You know, mm-hmm. trying to find ways to build a brand or find ways to put ourselves more out there to where, you know, we become a household name. Just things like that. It kind of just block you out. Like, mm-hmm. I, ain't, I don't even remember what was going on hours yeah. ago, whether it be yeah. an argument with your girl or, yeah. like, yeah. niggas is no turn. That shit like, go, bro. Right. Uh-huh. That shit go. I guess my approach was way different because 10 years ago, it was a whole different world. Like, <laughs> y'all got to think, I was in the Marine Corps, so the negative energy y'all talking about, they love, like, Free reign. Like, mm-hmm. you want the violence, they're there for. Mm-hmm. Like, you want to throw them, it's cool. Like, whatever you want. It. Yeah, so, yeah. Coming back out here, you got to learn to bring all that shit back. Like, uh-huh. you can't just let it go. You got to learn the, you was talking about coping mechanisms. Yeah. <laughs> the, the upbringing I had going straight into the Marine Corps, it was like, I was super limited. I had like two. It was either throw them or you might want to move around. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. learning to talk to people, learning to listen to people. So, that's, if you don't know that stuff, it's it's real tough. So just learning to stop and listen, take 30 seconds, 40 seconds to understand that. Anger don't have to be your first reaction to frustration. You got the option to react however you like. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you stop and listen to the rest of whatever else is going on, you might not be so frustrated because most of the time niggas make decisions that are best for them in the moment, like mm-hmm. I said. Mm-hmm. And very rarely is that malicious, especially towards other people. So if you fly off the handle immediately, you, you just lining up with where they headed. For real, <laughs> it ain't personal either. Mm-hmm. Eventually, you'll get a perception. <laughs> like people like me come with a perception. Like you're yeah. already perceived as angry. So yeah, if enough people perceive you as angry, you'll come with that perception, and right. then you're already yeah. starting from behind. So even on the positive day, niggas will think you're mad. Now niggas yeah, that's my whole life. So now you don't have the, <laughs> the actual energy of the shit. Those two things are totally different. So I get it too. Like niggas think I'm always mad. Yeah. It's a great day. But once you accuse me of being mad, that'll turn it. Like, yeah. That'll turn it real fast. It's the opposite for me. It's so crazy. I'm always so like energetic and, you know, talkative that when I'm just feeling like I want to chill, people feel like I'm salty. I'm like, I just don't want to talk to them. I'm just chilling, bro. That's it. And I relax too. Everybody yeah, I can't relax. I can't. Right, you I can't entertain all the time. Yeah, facts. <laughs> That's funny. That's and it's kind of a double edged sword. I would say definitely as my mind has changed because back in the day I would just see niggas like fucking bowing through people and I'm like fuck, you know what I mean. But now I got that mentality and it's like I'm going straight. So like if you in the way, I mean it's not personal. Right. 
Get out the way. If you don't get out the way, you you know what I mean? You must think you're invincible. So it's it's kind of like I get it. I see both sides. You know, that's why I said earlier, like, I'm just trying to understand people now. I spent too long trying to agree or disagree with niggas. Because then you get five things y'all agree with and five things you disagree with. It's like yeah. you always going to go back and forth. It, uh, it could be anything random. <laughs> we would argue sports for hours, hour, bro. Yeah, yeah. I don't even that's argue that's sports yeah. with niggas you no more. Know. You already know. We all I don't got no ten way. minutes for niggas no more. Man. I can't. None of it's facts. They say five things so that just, right. I know right. they don't know what they're talking about. Right. I'm done. I ain't even listening no more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you said, it's all subjective, though. Like, you know it saying? is. And that's why you got to accept sometimes that it's we fun. see it's stuff. Fun, though. Yeah. So it's in sports and in life, too. we got to be like, hey, we got to just agree to disagree sometimes, but be able to find that common yeah. ground so we can yeah. move forward. Because it's a lot of shit that we can find common ground on and be like, all right, yeah. let's move forward on this and just, you know what I'm saying, still make shit happen. You feel me? A lot like, of shit is perspective. You got to, you know, look at yeah, shit. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Niggas be having fucked up perspective. Yeah, that's man. true. That's I mean, child makes sense of it. I mean, child feel like it's just me. It is, I want to take the hit, man. Well, look, bro. So, so, but it's I them, this, bro. It's them. <laughs> but look, it bro. ain't me. Look, though, bro. So, I've seen this crazy test, which some of y'all might have seen, like, which your listeners ain't going to be able to see. But, like, bro, dude, hold up like a can, but we're going to hold this up, right? So, he had this in front of him. And he told, he told dude, he was like, all right, tell me what you see. So, what you see? Optimal silver. All right, I see Surgeon General warning okay. tobacco. Mm-hmm. You feel me? No matter what you tell me, bro, we looking at the same thing, but mm-hmm. I see something different. You feel mm-hmm. me? And so we're going to argue each other all day about you going to tell me to say Optimal. I'm going to tell you to say the Surgeon General warning. <laughs> <laughs> what is this, bro? What is this dude nobody talking about? Wrong. <laughs> nobody's wrong. Nobody's wrong, bro. You know what I'm saying? How the backwards so, world is he living in? <laughs> so, so, so it's like, it's, it's about us saying, like, all right, let's fuck that. What can we find that we both can see that's the same Common. thing? You know what I'm saying? Like, because we ain't gonna never. But it's hard to find that because most niggas is friends based on their negative relations, not yeah. based niggas on the things they positively relate on. They really don't like each other for real. Some and people at the end of the day, wake up and just argue. Like niggas don't. That's one of the that's negative they things. Shit. They don't argue and they don't have a good day. That's one of the negative things I would say social media brought to light. I wouldn't say it created. I wouldn't say it created, but it brought a platform that niggas could niggas could say whatever they want and not get punched in the mouth. And it wasn't like that back in the day. And it hurts me so You know what I mean? My favorite era was medieval times. The Renaissance, like medieval times, if you had a problem enough with nigga, he'd come to your house. And he like, all right, da 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 happened. We gonna come out here and fight to the death, or you gonna shut the fuck up? (laughs) And they shut the fuck up more than not. They would just shut the fuck up. We'd be at work, but you got the option to just come out in your front yard, and we could just. If you mad enough at me, I heard you was talking at the pub, nigga. If you mad enough, I'm here. (laughs) That's base housing, like bro. You got a problem at work? You can take your blouse off. Y'all can go outside the parking lot. And whoever bloody we need that. We need that. Like, y'all yeah. live in the same neighborhood. Back to the hands, like, bro. Maybe when technology down. get where we can reach <laughs> through that bitch. Maybe when it get there, things will change. The <laughs> <laughs> Just go through the screen. Yeah. Like, what? Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Come here. Like, there was no crime. Like, nobody locked their doors. Everybody was cool for the most part because... If you had an issue, if you shut up about it or you took it to the nigga's yeah, house, we're going to settle it. That was it and that was all. Yeah. 
niggas ain't have those. What is your set of issues in the Marines? Like, if you had a disagreement with somebody. I mean, either you shut up about it, you go outside with the things, huh? Because you're going to argue all day. You're not, either you're going to agree to disagree, which nobody ever did. Right. You're going to throw out, you're going to go outside, you're going to throw them. Like, because. What else is there? Fuck it, it saves time. I <laughs> argue with you, look. Like, yeah. I know this about to so go. How do you, so how do you <laughs> feel about the winner then? So if I beat your ass, I'm right. If I can beat your ass, is that how that works? Nah. We'll prove that I'm wrong. I just think nigga like that. I never think you wrong. I just think that at some point that humans are primal. You know what I'm saying? So at some point we just gotta throw them things. Look at like, like this. Like it, it happens. That just think you've been in a situation like even the coolest nigga. Like, uh, you done found yourself in a situation where you got to choose the yeah, things. Look, like, think about it like this. Think about it like this. You right. In a world like that, a nigga like that that never loses a fight is never wrong. How many of them Marines are white? A shit ton of them. Mm-hmm. And how many of them transition right into being cops? A shit ton of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's... You think that's the person it's going to create. Mm-hmm. So you right. It does create it's a, a fucked up, up world, man. So backing that shit back coming out is weird. Mm-hmm. It's weird. You see it from the other side. Like, damn. You can't just punch everybody. Like, that's yeah. going to solve everything. It'll solve a lot of them. That's not cool. We used to play basketball with people <laughs> with horrible attitudes. Like, as soon as they come in the gym, they mad as shit. Yeah, the world, you already know. I can feel it dribbling. Like, I'm going to have to punch <laughs> this nigga yeah. in the third quarter. I'm going to have to punch this nigga because he acted wild. Yeah. My craziest time I had to say was probably Northland. It was uh, the beginning of the season. We used to play at Thomas Washington. Mm-hmm. Oh, fucking 06, man. Oh, Me and Carl, bro. It was two white dudes on their team. We used to have like race wars with these niggas. The <laughs> they played so dirty, but and it was nice, too. That's yeah. what made it more fucked yeah. up. Yeah. I couldn't just talk shit and fuck around. I had to actually play. These niggas was good. And they like 6'6". Six, six. Bro, me and Carl used to go out these niggas. We all leaving the game with scratches, bro. Bruises, everything. Damn. <laughs> and it was a war, bro. And but but I could respect them because they was they was racist and they just said they was racist. Like I can't respect when people hide who they are. Yeah. If you a weirdo, just say you a weirdo. We all can move on our lives. We get a. It's weird because y'all niggas got to lie, but we can see who the fuck y'all is and y'all trying to lie to an aware nigga. Bro, Columbus and Ohio in general is. Like, Way nigga, we see you. <laughs> we know what's up. Because I don't think people realize the numbers. Like, yeah. once you get outside the city, oh, it's black ridiculous. people don't, we exist, don't exist for real. Yeah. So, I, if you've never met a white person that's never met a black person, it's wild. The questions they have are fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a lot of Ohio. Like, black that's people a lot of Ohio. only make up. Newark, Zanesville, Cambridge. I mean, at least like, those yeah. those places are It's more real lynchy once you start yeah. to yeah. get to those smaller cities. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Black people only don't be here after dark. <laughs> in general, yeah, just in general. Fourteen percent of the population yeah, here. So, so outside yeah, the major cities, it's 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 slow. They be shocked, bro. Yeah, yeah. I be getting gas and just be watching. <laughs> when well, you've been talking, I get gas in the car. Like damn, you been talking to niggas. Always, bro. I hate having to go inside. Get their consumption from TV, though. How you gonna learn me from TV? Like, that's how you think I am, bro? Fucking Tyler Perry. That nigga don't know. Between Tyler Perry and (laughs) Gangsta Road, I got his plan. Like, that's how bad that conversation is. Shit. It's crazy. But what the fuck do we do? I feel like we just. Nah, we gotta just keep creating our platforms. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, it's crazy. I think that Tyler Perry's content is he has a lane. 
but him yeah. doing what he did as far as I respect that studio, what he's doing. I just don't respect the art. I don't. Care yeah, I, 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 I don't care for it either. Yeah. But and I'm an art person. A, I don't give a fuck how yeah. much money he got. How does that benefit it's, me? This sucks. <laughs> I really hate it, bro. I get but, to look at your art and appreciate it. I don't get to did, enjoy his money. I don't give a fuck bro. how much money he's he made. Unapologetic though. His he art does, sucks. He does. He <laughs> back into the community though. The plays was good. He invests back into the community. And That's I appreciate it. And I'm and so, happy for that. So having that studio. I'm happy for that. Having <laughs> that studio gives a lot of people the platform, you know what I'm saying, to do, to do stuff, to but create art. You ain't like Acrimony or the one with I don't like none of that. No, I don't like none of his shit. Nah, I'm good. The play like was good. The no, plays, plays was good, good at first. His plays are good. His plays are good. I ain't seen them recently. I just think Before the movies got big, I seen the play. They was cool. Because he wasn't in them, though. And then I and then I can't take you seriously in no other role. It's like, bro, yeah, stop yeah. playing with me, man. He's such a bad do? fucking actor. <laughs> Why you do? I forgot about that movie. Alex Cross. That Alex Cross movie. He's a. He I forgot I sat through that. Morgan Freeman to him. That's not a good trailer. I forgot I sat through that fucking movie. Yeah, because you're a movie head. So once you commit to something, you gotta just see how it is. That's me. I gotta see how. That's why I hate. Like especially at night. Like if I was ready to go to bed and I didn't commit it, so I'm like, fuck. Why don't I start watching? Yeah, that's why I won't even do it. Fuck. I gotta watch. I see three and a half hours. I'm like, no. (laughs) On a day when I ain't doing shit. I can't watch it in halves. I gotta sit in series. Then I gotta watch that shit again. Then I gotta tell somebody about that shit. That's what happened with Tiger King. I ain't wanna watch it, but you know. Yeah, you had to. Yeah, you had to. Next one. That's what's fucked up about nowadays. That piece of history information needs to be in everybody. I don't give a fuck what nobody got to say. Everybody needs to be aware of his existence. Tiger King. So exotic, man. That's, 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 that's the key. That's the key slogan of just be yourself, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> really just be yourself. Hard. That poster need to be in your office. <laughs> be yourself today. Bro, he went so hard. <laughs> he the man. Like, Buddy, I, I, I have nothing bad to say about that man. He's a one-on-one. Yeah, yeah. He, he, and he don't give a He still don't give a fuck. Usually a nigga switch sides. He just no. <laughs> he's convinced. Nah, he does. Nah, nah, he knows the fuck he wants. Yeah, don't want. want. Yeah, nah, he's he's locked in. So we gotta switch lanes. Who better, Will Smith or Denzel? Oh, Will Go. Smith. Will Smith. I'm sorry. Listen, okay. As far as acting, I say Will Smith. As far as acting, about acting, yeah, range is all around. Thank you. I would say Will Smith. Say Will Smith. Denzel got like three roles, and once you get him outside that lane, it's he got some other good shit. No, Denzel got. And I got in a couple arguments, and I was wrong about that. Denzel got some other other roles. He did. He was good, young Denzel. I think he got comfortable. Let me see. Let's think about that. Will never got comfortable. I don't think. Nah. He took very risky roles. Denzel took safe roles. That new pigeon movie he's in. I don't know if Will be more versatile because I would say he's more versatile, but I don't know if he's better than Denzel though. Like I didn't know that Denzel was on a TV show either. Like, is he a better actor? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, he he is more versatile. And he's a solid, solid actor. But I don't. I'm sold on Fresh Prince. It's tough. Denzel's better. Denzel, bruh. Denzel's better at his lane, but. Will Smith can do a whole bunch more lanes. So it's LeBron and MJ then, is what you're Pretty saying. Pretty much. <laughs> okay. I'm but Samuel L. Jackson better than both of them. Oh, Ooh. for sure. Better Sam. Than- yeah. But he's in a league of his. Nah, him and Morgan Sam Freeman is a Same is a super lane. Him and Morgan Freeman and Naomi. Same is Samuel does his lane and everything. He does. And everything he does. They he just, book him to be him, baby. Yeah. <laughs> and he does it's that the shit easiest well. job in the road. He's got the most. Say motherfucking five times. See you gross, in gross, June, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> but nah, Denzel's better than Sam. Come on. You think so? Acting wise? 
Sam was a good actor. Oh, no, he is a really oh. good actor. Whoo, that's tough. It's so tough because we seen him in so much shit. Sam is good as hell. I ain't gonna lie. It's and hard. his early shit it's was a lot different than it is now. He was more versatile you know, when he was younger. What was that? Uh, the Kingsman. That is my. That's my, my shit, bro. You seen the second one? Role. Yeah. Oh. It's, like, it's two of them. They working on the third like one. A, what are you gonna say about his role in Kingsman though? Oh, that was my shit because it was so. It's, it's really not a. It's really not a good role though. It wasn't. It wasn't. It like was we talk about acting. Like, I wonder why he took that role. Exactly. Yeah. It was probably like a favor or something. Like, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can yeah. I do this? It's like yeah. a that was that was. Like, yeah. But that's that's a new. That's a new actor kind of series too. A lot of people in that series is new up and coming niggas. Yeah. So when they had him, I was shocked. I was shocked for real. I do fuck with the movie, though. Oh, that shit hard. I'll be looking at Sam, like, I mean, like, what? Is that Washington one of them took it? See, man. No. <laughs> no. Will Smith might have. No. Will Smith that. Will Smith turned down the Matrix, man. Stop That's it. That's crazy <laughs> still. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> he probably don't even give a fuck. Yeah, that's what's him. so crazy. Nah, he said he's like that's the one, you know. But he said he regretted. But at the same time, like you know, he don't he know. Fit, he don't know man. if it would have been the same effect that it is. I know now, I can so say that now because we seen it. But <laughs> yeah. he wouldn't fit. Nah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that shit wouldn't very right. Yeah, because Will Smith yeah. couldn't play John Wick, so it's I, I can't oh, see it. Nah. So he couldn't have fit in that role. It'll always look like that. Right, right. Matrix <laughs> created a whole <laughs> fucking new genre. So y'all just bro. shot Will Smith down on a couple rows, so he better Denzel still. Yes, because <laughs> a lot of shit Will Smith did, Denzel couldn't do. Men in Black. No, I agree. But but it's some shit that Equalizer is just a. I mean, it's some, I mean, Will Smith could not have been <laughs> training day, nigga. Nah, he couldn't. He couldn't. He couldn't. Not like Denzel. He couldn't. Nah, I don't see that. But Denzel's made the same movie like four times. Exactly. Has he ever been a villain, like a bad person in a movie? Um, kinda, but he's I don't know. He's always like the anti-hero. It's it's weird. I don't know. He just do whatever he wants. (laughs) (laughs) He just does whatever he fucking wants. I mean, but he's earned that, I guess. Who's the best black female actress? Mm. That's so tough, man. In movies? Yeah. I don't know. I like Taraji, bro. I was going to say... I like I Angela like Bassett. Energy, man. Angela Bassett is best, man. man. I don't know. That's, That's tough, bro. That That's is. real tough. Because it's, it's like, so it's many... Like, I mean, it depends on what you would be looking at, too. Because women's roles are access. so different. Yeah, right? It's so access. Yeah, they access. Yeah. I like Neil Long. Neil Long. That is my favorite. Yeah, but shit, I like Whoopi. That's, that's, that's what I'm thinking. Whoopi might be it. Sister yeah. Act 2 is my shit. That is. Nah, <laughs> that that movie's so underrated. Like, right now, so I will watch Sister Act. Right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that movie's underrated. But then you, you go singing. color purple when it's a whole different person. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it is. Then you sing Oh Happy Day when it comes she got, Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't even know where he at. If you watch the Denzel Washington movie, it's Denzel Washington in something. It's Denzel Washington. You always know. Safe House was... The Equalizer. He got a bunch of like movies that's the same. This is the same movie. Hold on. Equalizer 2 was good. The first one was, I mean, it was alright. 2 was cool. His movies are just cool. They're not, I mean, it ain't groundbreaking shit that he's doing. How is he any different than Bruce Willis? That's true. Okay. Okay. So who's the best? Who are we saying? Is Will Smith is the best? Nah, he better than Denzel. Who's the best? Oh, who y'all say the best male actor was? Black male actor. I'm going with Morgan. He up there. He up there. That's my nigga. He got the voice acting too. 
he got classic Shawshank Redemption. Right oh, now. that's my mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. He, he lives forever, so it's like <laughs> <laughs> he literally <laughs> is God. <laughs> he didn't just play God. He is God. Yeah, he's got some role. You know that Bruce Almighty? Yeah, yeah. That's Old as fuck. Played the part perfectly. Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, Olympic. Uh, what is it? Olympic? Olympic. 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 about Olympic. 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 Is COVID going down? Like, you feel safe to come back and play? Like, you got to play? Mm. How you feel? I don't know. I wouldn't feel like I had to play. I would feel like, I, I would feel like it was a rush back. I would hold back. I mean, just hope I have fucking leverage to do that. Because like that's another thing. How many things got that leverage run. to do that? Yeah, not many. They got to come to work. They ain't got no fucking choice. Hey, that's what's crazy. Shit, not some of them. They nah, bank account is negative. Everybody, <laughs> gonna be a paycheck to paycheck just they working to get out of a hole right now. <laughs> <laughs> they gotta play, nigga. They gotta hit all these shots. <laughs> Catch is hurt yeah, right now. I can't miss. Catch is hurt right now with the COVID checks they didn't got in the league for real. So it's like, damn. When, what? You I think, guess you do. You think Cash yeah. wasn't th- thinking was planning to get a pay cut? Mm-hmm. No, you they were spinning. Definitely. You, spin it. You adapt to certain lifestyle. Yeah. Now you can't afford that. You can spin it before you get it. Because once you get a league and they know you're getting money and yeah, contracts, you, you can get advances. So. You can sign over anything. Yeah. Man, think about it. That's how they get in debt like that. <laughs> Spending that money before they get it. They'll start paying that shit back. I've been noticing that a lot of celebrities been selling shit. But yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> shit for sale. Like, yeah. That is bad now. They ain't got no bread, bro. Because they was living off credit to begin with. And now it's time where you really need cash. Niggas is fucked. <laughs> Niggas is fucked. That's why I've just been trying to switch up how I've been doing shit. And now, like, definitely once we get out of this, it's just going to stick. Like, it kind of don't make sense to do things the old way. Like, everything. I'm definitely making sure I keep my cash on hand. I think I'll get me in safe. Like... You don't feel like credit is safe, though? I mean, it is. I'm still going to work on that and definitely add that. And I understand that world. You know what I mean? But I'm thinking just differently now. Yeah, not even yeah, not yeah. even in the case of an emergency. Just in case some shit fucking comes available. You know what I mean? <laughs> just in case some shit come available and I need some cash. We're saying the same shit. you passing shit over here. Like, shit, I'm... Nah, you good, dog. But shit been fucking weird. Man, you know some, some shit I was on Earth. not hip to, man. Yeah, shit what? been weird. What? Because every, everything's just been accelerated for real. I think that's why things been so weird. Like, niggas I don't fuck with them where it kind of got accelerated. Like, I'm just... Everything is feel like it's happening, like, yeah. every day. You know what I mean? Some shit that we used to project, like, two weeks out. Now it's happening. Mm. And nigga just text me some weird shit the next day, and I'm like, yeah, it's a wrap. Oh, shit. <laughs> like, we ain't about to be cool no more. That's crazy. Uh, All right, well, take care. <laughs> like, he said, we about the to old pointless cool. conversations I used to have, it ain't even, it's not worth it. Because the motherfuckers who's yeah. been in my corner and who's solid and who's actually here trying to do what I'm trying to do, I don't run into issues with these niggas. We don't got to argue. We don't got to fight. It's no ain't disagreements. We <laughs> ain't arguing. We have conversations and just 
put our own perspectives and points of views, but there's not disagreements or we're not trying to convert this nigga to how I think. I'm just being myself around this nigga, vice versa. Right. And it should be that simple. So if it's not that simple, then something's wrong. Like, right. There's a disruptance. Like, niggas, you know what I mean? Something has to change. So if it's me, that's cool. Like, if I need to remove myself, that's what it is. I don't know. I just don't feel like anything I disagree with my friend over is going to make me want to, like, really remove myself unless it's something real personal. But, like, any any personal view you have, I could really disagree with that. At the end of it, it's going to be like, well, all right, <laughs> now what? Like, right, see you tomorrow. Yeah, like, <laughs> I fuck with you because you believe that. Like, depending on what it is, like, if you don't fuck with something that I am, like, if you don't fuck with black people and you black, then yeah, I got to get rid of you. <laughs> Um, or, like, or like you know you know them niggas with self hate yeah I can't yeah. fuck with you yeah but outside of shit like that like yeah. how y'all feel about people bringing up black on black crime shit right now that's just that's the me. same type of shit yeah. that happens every time that shit is so annoying to me bro like I just man it, it, I mean crime in general happens. who's bringing it up though I, I, I think it's there's good. so many. Nah, I've seen a lot of us. That's the reason why I said it because we talked about you know where you said you know people you know that that don't like you know black people, black people that don't like black people. And I've just been like, man, like we so brainwashed. I'm just on social media like, why are you like? First of all, why are you bringing this up right now? What? Like at this at this point in time, and second, like, bro, that's a myth. Why are you letting these people feed you the hell this myth? Like, crime is. About proximity, yeah. bro. Like, what are you talking about right now? But they're the like, same ones that think we're on government assistant the most. They're the same. But that's that's why I was saying, like, I'm just seeing shit and separating myself. Because, like, the more, like I said, the more you know, the more you don't know. So I'm starting to connect those dots and see, like, this way of thinking in this person is leading them to acting and reacting this way over here. So if I'm being proactive and, you know, having foresight, like, I'm just going to remove myself. Because I already see where we're fucking headed, and I don't want to head there with you. Right. You don't want to head there with me. So it's like, let's right. just, right. let me right. just do a, both of us a favor. You right. can't see the train wreck. Yeah, right. and I can see it. You know what I mean? Right. And it's and it's bad for you, So I, and I want to avoid that. And I feel like that's, like, my, that's my French, that's our friendship summed up. Like, that's me moving on. By me not feeling like I gotta beat your ass. Like, I can just walk away. Peaceful. Exactly. And you feeling the same way. Like, you don't have to come after me. Like, I feel like that's just the art. We was just enough friends, and now we just outgrew each other. And that shit happens, bro. But mm-hmm. people are so weird about people being uninterested in them and rejection and shit that oh. niggas can't just let friendships, like, just dissolve. Because <laughs> sometimes that happens. Yeah, like, and they got to do some shit now to just pushes the boundaries, you know what I mean? Like, you ain't, and you ain't have to do that. So right. now, right. it's so many, it, that's why some days I'm just like, fuck. It's so many lessons we got to teach people. I, and I still got to live my life. Like, mm-hmm. I got into the education shit and then straight got out. And most people are like that because they like, I mean, that, that becomes your life. And I can't just spend my whole day trying to teach some niggas some shit y'all not about to get. So at the end of the day, I can figure out ways to drop little nuggets and gems and shit, and you know it's a fly ball. Shit, yeah, whoever yeah. catch it, you got it. But yeah. <laughs> if ain't none of your glove, I mean, yeah. shit, ain't no more balls coming, bro. Yeah. Well, my See you tomorrow noon on Facebook. He but said, that's it. You can't, tell, you can't tell people a lot of stuff where you at just because 
they don't understand it, and mm-hmm. you, you talking to deaf ears, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, so, like, you gotta just... Sometimes that scares them, bro. Yeah. That, your success and your shine threatens them. It threatens their way of living and their way of thinking, bro. That, that's personal to people. Especially, you know if they, I mean? especially if they know you. Because they see you as who they, who they knew you And it'd be the smallest shit. It, it'd be the smallest idea that somebody planted in their head that somebody having a kid young is their life is just miserable. So then they meet you and you got a kid young and they just automatically assume your life is miserable because, you know, X plus Y equals right. Z. Like, right. they auto- they automatically assume. Right. So then the people like us, again, who are actually trying to meet people and trying to form these friendships and relationships, and this person already thinks they know who you are and they don't know shit about you, it's it's kind of like, what's why waste my time? Like, what's the point of even doing this? Right. That first conversation that lets me know now, like, all right, like this ain't gonna work out. Because yeah. <laughs> you think, and I can tell you too why. Because you think this way about this and this, and I see how you live in this area. You talking to me about some nigga I don't even know. I don't even bother. <laughs> I know you talk shit about me when I ain't around. <laughs> like, right, right. So we just gonna stop this right here. Right. That involves. We ain't gonna waste that. each other's time. That involves, like you said, I ain't even got the time to explain it to you. If I realize that this is gonna probably be our last conversation, I'm gonna end the conversation the way I do, and you know what I'm saying that's gonna be it. Like, because some people. Once you realize that they beyond, they beyond help, they don't have the capacity to understand what you even saying. You gotta let them go. And it's okay. I run into that issue with younger niggas. Like that's why I can't be around young niggas no more. Nope. Under twenty five. Their way of thinking is fucking alien to me. I'm, I'd be so shocked. They've never confused. seen the world before the internet. Yeah. <laughs> so everything it. to them is fake. It's like it's like Tiger kinda. But <laughs> 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 I see him when I gave show. I was like, I knew it. Dude, this nigga came for money. I knew he was lying about the hood. You don't, you don't act like a nigga who grew up in the hood. They don't act like that. Nigga all comfortable around the camera. Just like, I'm like, huh. <laughs> I just watch a little shit. Like, hmm. You've been in front of the camera before, buddy. <laughs> that was the only shooting you've been around in that studio. Okay. <laughs> And it be so that shit excites me so much when them fake niggas get around real hood niggas in the industry, man. They don't know what to do with themselves. That's why I don't give a fuck. It, I mean, he would have to do some really foul shit, but I don't give a fuck with Fifty Cent, dude. I love it. Like I love it. he puts the pressure on niggas. He puts the pressure on niggas because he for real with it. He ain't playing. What you gonna do? Ain't nothing worse than a hood nigga that. Just play all the time, bro. He Even play. when you ain't trying to play, he nigga, just too play. Much you know, fifty that nigga just want to shadow box. He's like fifty move, nigga. Like he just trying to fight you all the time. <laughs> like he ain't gonna let you live, bro. Can't At take all. a nap around this nigga. At all. <laughs> he don't got no filter though, too. Zero. I think he's just bored, bro. He's, them niggas get bored. That's literally what he's talking about with the hitman. Like, I feel like they would just get bored eventually. Like, he did everything now. We seeing that in Boosie. Like, we somebody yeah. just need to. <laughs> we need to find a retirement home for Boosie. He need to relax. <laughs> I don't know if his kids needed to sit him down. Somebody need to sit him down. Man, he out of control. <laughs> He acted like R. Kelly did when he started dressing 21 again. Man. I was just like, oh, this is interesting. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like 10 years ago. I'm like, why is R. Kelly trying to... This nigga came out with the shade, with the Kanye shades. I said, oh, no. 
Hide your wives, hide your daughters. He's up to something. He's on the prowl. <laughs> but the nigga made hits. I don't know. I'll shake your head. Don't shake your head. The nigga made hits. That's got to count for something. Hold on. You gotta compartmentalize, bro, because there's so yes. many people that we can talk about. Yes, you gotta be able to, you gotta be able to compartmentalize. Music, yeah. Give me like, an example, though, besides. Whitney Houston. I mean, what do we want to I love on Wendy. Just the music side, not the other shit. Let's talk about all these people who were just in these scandals, like, and, and movies and stuff that you watch, anything that Harvey Weinstein produced mm-hmm. and, and funded, and, you know what I'm saying? Like, any any of them like who else? Uh, I'm not a fan of that. Uh, the Cosby's, bro. Tell me you don't love the Cosby's, bro. Hell now don't yeah. get me wrong. I did stop liking the older Bill Clinton because I, I I feel like he he left his roots. He started blaming black people for their situation. Bill Cosby. Terms, yeah, I feel like towards the end he started blaming black people for their situation. Like whereas when he was younger, he was yeah he got stuck in that white money. But when he was younger, he was about that action. Like he was talking. Like you can see a lot of his younger stuff, and he was he was about that action. It's hard. It's like, but. But he was you still was, a hood nigga when he was younger. He grew up. Nah, he bro. got up. I mean, he got yeah, up. I'm not excusing anything. But you can't start blaming black people. For I'm not excusing that. Bro. I'm just saying. I feel like sometimes we expect people to be a, a certain person, and they ain't them fucking people no more. Shit. If we accept niggas who they are, we wouldn't be so upset at celebrities. Nah, but I'm saying, and we and I can't even fathom the shit they gotta go through every day to why they act the fucking way they act. Like we don't sit and and discuss that enough. I know a lot of them niggas is fucked up in the head, bro. I agree with that. I watch watch Charlotte Buff's movie, bro. His movie fucked me. That's a sad ass movie, bro. Honey Boy. And he plays his dad in the movie. It, it's a fucked up movie. But he had like PTSD when he was younger. That's why he had to go to rehab. He was fucked up, bro. Nigga was dating hard. a prostitute. They was living in a motel, bro. His dad, and he just acted at the time. He never went to school because he was so, acting so young. So he was just acting. His dad would take him and just carry around a fucking envelope with all his, his stimulus money from the fucking, from Disney. <laughs> Literally, bro. And his dad was a, a, Fucking clown, like an entertainer. So he envious him, bro, and he making him do all that, bro. The, hit, the movie's fucking nuts. The shit he had to go through, and that's the shit. You know, niggas loved even Stevens. I ain't thinking about the shit he had to go through when the camera cut off. Right. You can tell he's a little bit fucked up. Still. Yeah, no, I, 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 hell yeah, he still yeah. fucked up. I totally agree with that. But shit, fuck you, Cosby. <laughs> I mean, I but 